I actually thought about doing, well, I think I talked to you, Josh, about doing one about youth ministry. Just oh yeah, like inviting people we love in youth ministry. Like it's very niche. It's not for everybody, but like maybe uh, youth leaders or people that influenced us or people would come across. It's not even really just about how to be a better youth minister, but just like people we appreciate. Um, uh, I'm 100% but, down to do that podcast with you because I think it would be awesome to do like generations of youth ministry. Yes. And, and really brainstorm about it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, what's really funny is I listen, I have like a hundred podcasts over the last, probably since uh, I started listening that I've listened to and really boiling it down to, there's a handful of Bible stuff, but most of it's sports. That's kind of ironic. I was thinking about Who's it today. Your favorite? Um, it's all Oklahoma football is my mm. favorite right now, just because it's getting into the season. Um, but really, anything ESPN, um, I'll listen to um, – I can't remember the name of them. That's how many I have. Um, I think uh, – because I love golf podcasts, um, and so it sounds really weird, golf. But, what does a golf know, just, podcast sound like? I mean, like I'm sure, obviously, like the commentary – Guys, commentary yeah. on the golfing, but I'm just thinking, could you imagine? Well, they'll, do, like, they'll do a they'll do a post like there's a lot of drama in golf because there's a lot of money, but I, mean, I don't care about that. Usually, they talk like post round or they'll talk about like advice on golf. Um, but uh, college football wise, um, what is that name? Uh, the Solid Verbal. That's one of my favorites. It's two guys. I think they're from Fox Sports. They just talk about college football. Um, Rick Shields is really big. Um, like there's a lot of golf vloggers right now. Golf's really big, like not just pro, but um, I think it's probably easier kinda, to talk about golf than football. Yeah, and I love football. I'm I'm not a you you guys know I'm not a NFL. I watch it. I don't have a team like like I know you're a Chiefs fan, but I don't know what Bobby is. Oh, you're a Cowboys fan. That's right. Mm. Well, so I'm like, a Cowboy. I'm, I'm a football fan, but I would say that I'm a I'm a I'm not your normal Cowboys fan. I have no. Yeah. Uh, I, I do never I never say that it's our year. So how's that? <laughs> yeah, uh, will be one day. Chiefs have been stealing it. Uh, the other one was like right. uh, it's called uh, Cover Three podcast. I don't like those guys oh, as much because they one. really bash o- they they bash OU a lot. But I, I think they're uh, they're Michigan fans. I think aren't they? They're based out of Michigan. No, they're all over the place. Uh, do you know Danny Cannell? He played a little mm-hmm. pro. He's more of a college commentator. He played at Florida. He's on there. And there's a bunch of other like sports guys, reporters. So there's guys from Florida State. Anyway, they're they're just anyway. I, I what I was looking at is like I really do like sports, you know. Um I like Ben by no means, uh, podcast. It's pretty good. I've never heard I've never watched, never listened to that one. It's called Channel uh what's it what was this football number? Uh Josh? Seven. Seven. Um, seven yeah, he, it's actually on YouTube is Channel Seven. That's yeah. what it's called. So it's pretty good. He just brings in like old coaches and players that he's had, and that's all he talks to. Yeah. Like uh, anyway, I was just kind of reminiscing about like I listened to a lot of like you know the Bible Project. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen to some of the download youth ministry stuff just a little bit. Um. I really like the sports podcast. Like it's kind of interesting. You guys talk about sports. So <laughs> we, well, I think, I think it's a necessity that, cause I think our whole lives when we get together, sports is always getting brought up. 
That's one of the things that's always bonded the three of us for sure. Yeah. Sports. Well, it is like for my family too. Like even if we just watch NBA, which we're not big NBA fans, but for sports are always more than likely we'll be watching it. Were you more of an NBA fan though with Jordan though? Can you admit that? Hey, can you? I know. Sorry. I didn't thought, I didn't think Clark was going to be like, um, say that again, Bob. Would you say that you were actually more of a Michael Jordan era NBA fan? Yes. Because that's probably when I stopped watching was 2001 or two. Yeah, I was, I, I mean, there's all that LeBron, like you saw, I don't know if you remember at CIY, they were talking about how LeBron was better than Michael. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm more than Michael. Um, Michael Jordan, I, I think LeBron's great, but um, anyway. Look, I, I only have one thing to do, and that's to compare the two Space Jams. Period. Look at the I two Space I Jams. I don't know that one. Well, first look one, at them. The, it's the it's a great teams? indicator of what the two legacies are. The second Looney Tunes mm. is way bigger, way more dramatic, way more flair. It's mm-hmm. LeBron perfectly, but it's it's just Mike was classic, just old school basketball. Yeah, <clears throat> did good you guys stuff. see the air the air movie that was on HBO? Oh, that was or, a good. Well, movie. Was, I actually liked it. It was on Prime when I watched it. Yeah, yeah, oh, I, that's I, Prime, I enjoyed yeah, it. HBO. I, I didn't it catch great. it. On... It was actually they said it was the least watched. Uh, Ben Affleck film is what they said. Ben Affleck with that cast. They said that was the least watched film for every one of the characters in it. That's funny. I enjoyed it. Yeah, we watched it our whole family on a Sunday afternoon. We were like, eat lunch. Let's. I think it was Father's Day. He was like, let's pick a movie. And I it brought up a lot of good memories because I grew up in the eighties and I, I wasn't a huge like, you know, shoe fan because we didn't have a lot of money for shoes. But like, I remember Jordans coming out, and you know, in the late eighties, mid eighties, so for sure. Well, hey, Mike, Jordan's I first want to say thanks for taking your time to come on here. What did you say, Josh? Oh, I was just going to say Jordans were awesome. I remember, like, every time a pair dropped, I was like, oh, those look so cool. But I couldn't keep my shoes yeah. clean, so shoes were never, never a thing I could Jordans, get into. But, but, but Jordans hey, big in the 90s? I mean, uh, early 2000s, excuse me. Oh, they're big every year, I think. Yeah I, yeah, I can't think of a time when Jordans, when they drop, they aren't a big deal. You know, Jordan's Jordan has a huge like golf following. Like there's a handful of golfers that are like he's he's got his own private like two or three hundred million dollar golf course. And so he bets like twenty thousand dollars a hole. Oh yeah, it's like huge. I learned it watching a show and anyway, there's a bunch of like Barack Obama, there's a bunch of like really wealthy, wealthy people that have this golf course. Well, golf's a big deal, but he's got a lot of people that are like he he pretty much just uh, sponsors golf just for a handful of guys and his Jordan brand. So golf's even I mean Jordan's kind of transcended even into golf. And so Clark plays high school golf and Jordans are huge. Like that's you know, a lot of people take Jordans and they want Jordan golf keys. Mm. Yeah. Andy's in NASCAR now, he owns one of the NASCARs. What's up, dude? Yeah, that's crazy. He's Bobby, got so you much would not money. believe you would not believe how tall that kid is. 
I would. It's I've like seen wa- pictures. It's like walking next to an oak tree, man. Mike is probably my height, probably five seven, five eight, and he is yeah. uh, at Clark least is six a two. Is he taller than you? Six it's one kind awesome. of cut. He definitely got all of the Clark jeans. Yes, he did. So funny. I'm going to move a little <laughs> bit. Is that all right? Yeah. Of course. Oh yeah. I don't want to mess up your. I don't want to yeah. mess up your your show. I didn't think they would be coming in. But, well, let me start by uh, the le- like when Chuck was on. We really just started off with a story, but uh, Chuck Simmons was on there. Lubricated the uh, the situation <laughs> since it's a new. Yeah, he was on uh, three episodes ago. Sweet, I have to go learn to. I think two or three. It was. Uh, yeah, uh, he came on. We just pretty much did this, and uh, we started it. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm going to ask you is: is uh, can I mean I know what story that you would say is your favorite story about me. I don't know what it would be about Josh, but I think Chuck butchered the story. Like, I wouldn't say he butchered it, but he didn't tell it as good as you were more of a, a better storyteller than Chuck was. He leaves out really important parts. And I think the important mm-hmm. parts are what told the story about the whole mission mission field. Uh, so, but what but, other stories do you remember, like, out of our group? Like, I remember at one time you had said that it's going to be hard to replace this type of group that we had in youth ministry. Yeah. and. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know actually how many other groups that you were before our group, but you really took heart to our group, I think, because we were so close. That, and I think we, you know, you get a bunch of goofy guys around. Um, kind of just, it, it's just fun. And I feel like, uh, so Sharon and I were talking today and we were like, you know, we, we always think of Josh and youth ministry because he's in youth ministry, but actually, Bobby, you were the first to really start coming to right. Wednesday night. And I think you yep. brought them or I, I don't remember the whole story, but I remember no, the first time I Bobby met you. Brought us, for sure. Yeah. And so I always remember you came with Kelly Hayes. I had to think about that for a second. Um, who is, I'm not sure where she's at now, but uh, always awesome lady. Uh, but I remember the first time I met you. Um, I, uh, it was at a football party. We had like a Super Bowl party or a national championship. I can't remember which one it was because when I first moved there, we did a national championship party for Oklahoma when they played uh, Florida State that year. And I don't know if it was that or the Super Bowl party. And I remember you asking me, you go, so what do you do for a living? And I go, this? This is what I do. And he go, you, you literally go, you get paid to throw football parties? I had that literally <laughs> on one. <laughs> That was number two is my next uh, next story that I knew you were going to either bring up. It was either that uh, <laughs> that or the mission field or the, uh, I would say yeah. the actual first trip I took with you was the plumeria spray. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. <laughs> but I would say that is probably my favorite Bobby story because it's like, it kind of summed up where you came from. Like you were so raw in your faith and uh, church in a good way. Like you just had a lot of questions and uh, JD yeah. could probably identify just cause like he's working with students now. You have people come in and they're like, what do you do? You know, I have people here that do that, but oh, having a, time. how were you when you started? What, how were you when you started coming to Who's that me? crossroads? No, oh, coming to crossroads. I think right. I was in, I was in seventh grade. So I would have been mm-hmm. what, 12, uh, 11 or 12. Yeah. 
So, so I mean, I was very young, but I'd never gone to a like youth. The only church I ever went to was like a Southern Baptist church with my mom and my grandparents. And that was it. Yeah. And then after that, I, we really didn't have like a, yeah, I guess Wednesday night group or a Sunday evening group or anything yeah. like that. It wasn't, I don't think that they were really into that it being in Southern Baptist or like, seeing what they did. Like they, they were yeah. mainly for their worship. I think, guess who's back. Sorry back about that. I, I don't know what happened. Oh, you're good. We, we, we hold the fort down where we try, we try to at least. I'm sure you guys did great. <laughs> oh yeah. You guys, you guys could talk, talk your way out of all kinds well, of stuff and, into, have, and uh, into things. Oh, we tried. So I moved, to, moved here, got me a little baseball up here too. So, oh, I call Yeah, baby. Um, I don't know. I don't know where we stopped, but well, you were telling the story about like how ig- like ignorant that I was towards the like church. Like, I mean, I wasn't. I I didn't know anything about it, and how I approached uh, asking yeah. questions. So, like, I well, would I say, like, like well, yeah, right there. I don't know. Ignorance a word. I would just say raw. Mm-hmm. You know, because you were you were pretty smart, um, and I ha- so that that was one that was just really cool to see. And the other one I always remember, and I don't really remember all the details, but I remember I, I got a feeling for you, like as in that was a weird thing to say, but a feeling of who you were, <laughs> and one of your strengths was farting. Uh, oh yeah, uh, it's probably still <laughs> probably still is. Uh, <laughs> And the time when you farted in the car with Kelly and the girls, uh, and oh, they wouldn't man. let you have the front seat or something, and oh, you and farted, and yeah, you paid them back with a fart, and they oh, couldn't roll the window down. It was down. in her car. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now I remember. That's, that was one of my favorite. Like, when I heard that story, I was like, I like that guy. That guy's got prank, mm. prank written all over him, so. But, uh those are probably it. When, when it comes to Josh, we were thinking about it, man. I don't have a ton of Josh stories. Um, I mean, Josh was a little different. He was a prankster and goofy and, you know, he was, uh, I don't know. It's just the stories I remember were like him wrestling a lot, um, mm-hmm. him using his Wookiee skills, um, uh, just doing a lot of that. But Josh also, too, was – and, Bob, you were, too, but he was a major servant. Like, that's the word that comes to my mind. Whenever somebody puked, he'd clean it up. Um, you know, Who something need to be mo- – Josh Nate? or J.D. Oh, man. Yeah. That's yeah, a story. Like, that's a story we could tell. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good one. That's a story, but it's a story for sure. But, I mean, it kind of summed oh. up Josh as he got older. So, like, we, we went to – I don't know if Bobby was there that year or not. Um, but we went to Mobile, Alabama for that taking the city yeah, trip we was, did every year. That was me and Josh. Yeah, I thought you were there. Well, him, we st- we spent the night in Shreveport. No, no, we stopped in Shreveport to to get some food. We went to Wendy's. Wendy's, and, uh, baby. I, yeah. And, and I thought it was Jackson. Nick, no, we did stop in Jackson. And I remember we you did. saying, I went to Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I that's say, what I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Can I say what you I'm said? Not, I don't. I, I have no problem I mean, with this. I have I no problem about with that. It. I, thought, I just. See, I thought it was funny. <laughs> what did you well, say, we Bobby? stopped somewhere. Bobby. Bobby goes, man. There's a lot of black people here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Like, well, I mean, I did, we, that was literally the farthest I've ever been from home, though. So I was oh, like, oh. I had no idea, like, how many, like, was it? 
it was the first was time you had gone bone. to a location. Yeah, it was the first time you had gone to a location where there were statistically more black people than white people, and it yeah. surprised you. I was like, you were like, I need to get out more. Yeah. Well, and it was like that, but then on the way back, we stopped at Treeport, and uh, we got back in the car right before we did. You and Nate Thorpening, who was Mr. Anger, uh, he's a lot Wendy- better now. Nate had had a spicy chicken sandwich, a like a fruit punch, a big red. That's big what red. it was. It was a big red soda. Yeah. Uh, and so and at like, the time, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't he know that. Shoved a bunch of food and drink down in his stomach. And then like <laughs> teenage boys, we were mouthing off to each other and started wrestling and goofing yeah. around. And right in the back seat, right back there, Nate's just like, oh, hang on a sec. I don't feel right. And then he turns and just. And just well, you guys grabbed a bag and the bag had a hole in it. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. We tried. You know, I've, I've started to remember this story now because I remember yeah. it was, oh, Josh just he signed up to clean up the bag because he felt bad. I, yeah, felt, so I felt like I caused it. <laughs> I mean. Well, and we couldn't get off. It was like one of those. It was one of those construction zones, and we couldn't get off. So we finally got off at the first place. It had a Walmart, but a gas station, and we were there for forty-five minutes. Josh cleaned it all up. I did not want to. <laughs> God bless you. I thought we waited until uh, we got back to the church. Uh, probably steamed it then, but it was. <sighs> yeah, it was pretty gross. Uh, yeah, I, it was what, gross. The story about the red, the big red, was I thought he puked because he ate bad chicken because it was red. Like as a youth pastor, I was like, "What kind of chicken did you, you thought eat?" It was raw chicken, yeah. Yeah, I was like, maybe it was just like anyway. That that like, was no, a, we were wrestling. that was one of the one of the things with Josh. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, that whole prank thing you guys have told that was pretty good um, on Josh. But uh, oh, yeah, you know, so there's a lot of Bobby stories. The whole mission field was pretty funny. That's kind of you know that's something special, but I don't know what. Oh, what, I got uh, one. What's that? You absolutely were the one that taught Bobby about uh, snipe hunting. Well, that was well, no, that was the field. actual. It was the yeah. same day, the the mission field, and when I asked him what he did for a living. That's what I love about. No, that, that was a different. Stuff. That was a different day. I thought you, totally I thought you were getting day. annoyed with me as a junior hire, and you sent me outside because we were at the uh, championship yeah. football game, watching it no, upstairs in the loft. We were watching the the NCAA game, and yeah, it was the championship. Like David. Yeah, but it was it was basketball. Oh, and, that's oh, right. And I remember that David Vanderham, I think, was watching it, and a few other. There wasn't a lot of people up there. And they just sent you out, and you came back. I killed a snipe, and and then they were like, "What do you mean you killed a snipe? You said down in the mice field, you know?" And we're like, "What?" And I had to think a little bit. No, the mice field. You know that field? It's on the other side. And you were up anyway. That was a really good story, David <laughs> Vanderham. I've never seen him laugh so hard. Um, that was good stuff. Um, and I think probably the other story, Bobby, and I'm just going to say you because there's so good. Josh was there is yeah. whenever we were at Ozark, well, my, we just got can... done watching Napoleon Dynamite. We were up Love in that. the balcony and they had at Ozark Christian College at Chapel, they had sign language people up front for the ministry. Josh, you went to Ozark. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They had, sure and did. we just got done watching Napoleon Dynamite, that scene where he did. This right here. Bird. Uh, one said love. Black and <laughs> anyway, Bobby's on the river. front row. 
the river. And Bobby's on the front row of the balcony doing this, like this. And he's full-fledged, like totally uh, Napoleon Dynamite. And I was like, Bobby, you stop, dude. This is – he looked at me and smiled in his old Bobby way. That was a great story. I mean, that was just yeah. Bobby being Bobby. So. Um, but if George's not here, I think my favorite – well, not, one of my, my, my stories about Jordan is we always – Look back, and he had his thing about feet. Yeah, <laughs> always still does, still does <laughs> to this day. Oh my god, still loves it. Was, nice feet. There was a lady there. She to this day, she laughs about it. That and you got nice feet. <laughs> who? Okay, what lady is that? Because I swear to you, that's who I was trying to remember in my conversation with. That's it. That's it, Bobby. It's yeah. Chris Smucker. That's that's yeah. who it is. Who was the lady that her husband? Okay, she was like a, a physical assistant or a, a physician's assistant slash like a. But they left the church. Her and her husband left the church and went across the street. And she gave me my very first sports physical, and I can't, I couldn't remember who that was, and I felt so embarrassed. I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, Greg and Julie West. Yes. Oh my lord. It was the yeah. most uncomfortable moment in my entire <laughs> life. Because then I had to see her in church the following Sunday. That's funny. But she's like, yeah, that do you want your mom in here? Awkward. And I was like, uh, do I want my mom in here? And I was like, I don't want That's you in here. <laughs> <laughs> Drop your drawers. Cough. <laughs> Turn your head yeah, that was... He still has a State Farm business right off 30th Street. Yep. Right next to uh, the mortuary, I think. Yeah, Elliot Mortuary. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I don't know what else is around there anymore, but I know that's still there. Not much. You're not missing yeah. much, but uh, I unfortunately moved back, but probably in yeah. good time. So, But I was also I mean, thinking about stories about you, and I've got yes. probably a Go plethora of them. Oh, man. I hope I would, they're good. Well, this one, this one stands out to me because like you didn't know, Jordan didn't know, and Josh didn't know. I can't remember what trip it was. It, I think it was CIY because Jordan was with us and we all decided to stay the night at the church, right? Because we didn't want to have to get up early to try to get around and go. Mm-hmm. So you, me, Josh, and Jordan decided to go to Dylan's over on 30th street to grab uh, some food because we're going to have some snacks while we were just staying. Stay. It was almost like a sleepover before we left for the big trip. Cause I don't like, I didn't like getting up early and I was always late. So was Josh. I but forgot about that. Anyway, <laughs> notoriously bad in. right but we walk into the into the dylan's on 30th street and i'm talking mm-hmm. like i i walk in before everybody and i see a guy that i know that's working the register and this guy i've known for a few, like many years before like i ever met mike josh well i think i met him after i met josh and jordan but anyways i'm talking to him and mike is the last one in and he walks in like he's a thug he walks in like he's a gangster and he's like flipping his nose and he <laughs> walks up to the dude and he goes hey yo you got any pizza and what was funny is that he got so annoyed he was like yeah it's over there <laughs> and what you didn't know at the time is that he talked like that regularly he was one of those types of people that talked like that and that's why i found it so funny i was like oh my god Oh, it's a Campbell thing. That's funny, man. I didn't, I had totally forgot about that. That's hilarious. That's is that Dylan still there? Mike well, was the always great that... about just making things awkward. Oh, I'm oh, yeah. good at that. 
But no, Dylan's on 30th is closed. The one that location is closed. They've turned it into like a mini shopping or it's different businesses. Mm-hmm. And now they've opened, uh, I think it's the largest Dylan's uh, around down by uh, Waldron, 30th and Waldron at that corner. Oh, by it's the Sonic? Waldron. Yeah, right behind the Sonic. Hmm. So that's the new Dylan's on 30th Street. So it's changed quite a bit. So. But it's yeah, two stories. For... Whoa. Well, like the offices are upstairs, and they also have oh, like okay. a holding cell for like theft. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Whoa. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds like me. It sounds like something my little brother would do, Matt. What I was saying. We just do awkward things. And then we look back. So I'm going to tell you something, man. My brother Matt's in a mega church. Like we're talking about the real deal. And, uh, we came to visit him a couple years ago, and he got these. What are those things? They're kind of they're not do rags, but you they're kind of like tubes. Put them on your head. You can use them to protect your neck. They're kind of made out of like a stretchy material. What are those called? Oh, I can't like remember. Like a sweatband. It's like a sweat yeah, guard. Yeah, like but they're real players. big. We just got done watching the office, and he kept talking about prison mat. And I said, once you put that on, and be prison mat like prison like prison uh, Mike off the office. That's funny. And he goes into a meeting like that, not knowing the atmosphere and what? totally ruins the meeting. And him and the guy in charge got into it. Like they not get into it, but it was like, they didn't have a good relationship after that. And it's actually oh, become no. a folklore of the whole, like their worship. St- I mean, they have like 12 worship pastors in this whole church. So it's like huge. And uh, he's made little uh, uh, like air fresheners for the car, pictures of him wearing that. Called prison that, So that's the kind of Campbell stuff that that's happens. Awesome. I don't, I don't remember doing that, but I could see myself because I've seen my little brother do that that's stuff. Funny. Well, Yo, all I'm the stuff that Matt. you ever told us was just crazy, like wiffle yeah. ball fights. Uh, you were oh, from East St. Louis, like that's. I mean, no, like, North you always Louis. told that story, and I really yeah. didn't know, huh? Yeah, yeah. East, it was North St. Louis, but yeah, but still oh, St. Louis. We yeah. said stay away from East St. Louis, but. <laughs> But, like, yeah. there were so many things that we, like, probably learned from you along the way. Like, I mean, we we wouldn't have known Tombstone. We wouldn't have known The Saint. We wouldn't have known. Mm, I mean, yes. there's a plethora of things that when I watched them so you, that you I think of Mike introduced right away. Us, you definitely introduced, to, introduced us to a lot of great film. Uh, yeah. I'm huh. also going to add in that you traumatized us a little bit uh, because I forever will have old Greg in my head because of you. Uh, yeah. uh, and things like that. Who introduced us to old Greg, though? It, it was Brandon. Oh, Bruner. that's right. It wasn't. It wasn't you. It was Brandon Bruner. But I'll take that's credit funny. if I have to. It's pretty. You, uh... you deserve credit because you made it awkward. You you made it. Mm. You quoted it and made it so too much. Creepy. You can't do it anymore. Way too so. much. I guess I don't know the story. Oh um, my! I'll let you I don't know this old Greg. Greg. So old Greg old is Greg. like a British, it's like a British TV show called something, and they did this little mystery science like, theater three thousand. But they did, the, yeah, they did this like skit called Old Greg, and he was a man half amphibian fish and transvestite all in one. And he kidnapped this guy to live in his lair down the bottom of this lake. 
And it's just wants to, it's just wants to marry him, wants to drink Bailey's yeah. out of a shoe. This is real awkward. Yeah, it's weird. It's very awkward. It's very British. And uh, you go search it on YouTube, you can watch it, but it's not very, because it's back like, it just doesn't have good uh, video quality. So. Yeah, it's um, definitely but, it's definitely one of those like internet gems that like only a few it's like people the first like YouTube videos or something. Yeah, it's yeah, one it's of those kind of like their Saturday Night Live, but not live. It was kind of like little sketches, kind of like Dave Chappelle, you know, a little bit like that. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like that Just kind of show. Was real, yeah, goofy comedy. off the wall. Yeah. What's really funny is the guy that played old Greg. He's on a baking show, a British baking show now, and Cheryl watches it all the time. He's like a he's a celebrity. She said it's hilarious. Every time he sees so she sees him, it's like I can't get it out of my mind. So anyway, tell Greg. I'm I haven't I've been trying to to tell our kids to watch The Saint. That was a good movie. Um, a little bit. I have it on DVD still. That's a great movie. Um, but yeah, there's I didn't realize how much I influenced you on that. That's interesting. Well, that um. I mean, we quoted the like just little bits out of that movie all the time. Oh yeah, mm. like it's so early. You want to get some coffee? Get some coffee. Some coffee. Some coffee. Val Kilmer was awesome. He was so good. I think it was a lot of the Val Kilmer. Like Tombstone was such a good character, and then and Tombstone was good... another one you introduced. I'd never seen it before. Yeah, yep. yeah that was a like, great, great, great movie when I was in college. So. But, but before, like, we get to, like, our big segment, I was going to let you kind of plug some stuff. Like, I know that your dad's written some books. I didn't know if you want to talk about a couple of those or if you want to talk about what Shara's parents do down in Oklahoma yeah. in case anybody's listening and kind of wants to know. But I also yeah. wanted to ask you if I was your favorite caddy you ever had. <laughs> you caddy for me? I did, the. It was the year before me, Josh, and Shelby teamed up in the golf tournament. I had a cutoff oh, shirt yeah. on, and I got so burnt. You were like, "You were going to get so burnt," and I, I was forgot like, "Now, right. about that, forgot about I, that." That was Apparently, the best you year. I don't remember. That was the best year that we teamed up with Shelby and won the golf thing because Shelby was just we won so just by, good. And he dressed mm. in the most obscure golf outfit that year and i was like what yeah, he was good was i thought funny. i was really no, good because like, i didn't i didn't play any competitive golf i forgot about shelby and shelby played competitive golf and so he <laughs> you guys beat us that was not right that was fun well, was on as like ride. high school boys it was really yeah. fun Who yeah was bobby's on little shot team? on the 18 won it you i think hmm. you actually had a like a like the like older group of guys because i remember it very uh vividly huh. on uh Hole one only, because I almost killed one of the elders, the guy that was trying to take a picture <laughs> yes. of me while I was driving. No, and you were like, "Oh yeah. my gosh!" It wasn't an elder; it was an old man named something Leech, and he was like really yeah. old. Like he was like, like it was would have hit him yeah, like ninety. Leo, it was Leo. Yeah, yeah it was Leo, Leo Leech. Leo. Oh man, he was the most and he conservative shot that Democrat. Ball and it almost took that dude out. Like I mean, it went through the like, golf cart, like right next to his head. Oh, he was that was his fault, not yours. Yeah, and he was holding this camera, and I shanked the crap out of it. And he's like, hey, taking a picture. And he was like, and all I hear is you say, you almost killed Leo. I doubt, and honestly, it was his fault. I don't know why he was taking pictures up there. So I play golf as much as I can, and I am very cautious now. Like, back then, uh, I probably wasn't. 
I forgot about those golf tournaments. Those were fun. And well, that and then if you us. go back to listen to the Chuck episode, you're going to find out that literally until he came on, he had no idea that he said that. Like before, you remember when right before I baptized uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. and he got up there and he gave that spiel about if that don't get your wood wet. <laughs> he had no idea that he said he it wrong until they brought it up. Well, no, he didn't. No. He thought he was saying it right. That's what no, he said. He He's like, did I say it wrong? And I was like, yeah, you said he, that you yes. get your wood wet. He definitely. And he said, oh, something wrong. he goes, I guess it is as if your light, if your fire don't light, then your wood must be wet. Yeah. Yeah. He said the Gosh, other way around where if your, if your wood's wet or, ah, yeah, he, he, what you said was if right. That, if that, that don't, don't get, get you your excited, wood wet. your wood's wet. Yeah. If that don't get yeah. your wood wet. <laughs> Your fire is not starting. <laughs> that was my, and I remember you being back by the soundboard, like when me and Jordan are standing up there, and you're just laughing. Like, I, I can tell you, I have more stories about Chuck than I do probably of y'all. Um, that's oh, funny. that's a whole I love, other, that's oh, a whole other, is, He's awesome. Uh, he's very naive, though, like mm. in a good way, like not like in everything, but like some things. It was just funny, like that. Um, but uh, yeah, Chuck, he was, he was a great youth leader, uh, you know, working with me, I always look back and appreciate him so much. So, but. You had some really awesome youth leaders, John and Anita, Chuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there were some great yep. volunteers in those days. Yeah, I was pretty lucky. And, uh, you know, we worked really hard to build that. Um, but uh, I always wanted to build a good environment for students just to come hang out. I'm still like that here. Um, for them to feel welcome, but I have leaders that make them feel, you know, somewhat welcome. But uh, I'll be straight honest with you. I, and I'm like, you're talking about plugging stuff before we do that. Like there's a lot of stories that are kind of like lost in the, like way back here because man, I'm, I'm honest with you like from 2011, probably up until two years ago, life was really rough. Um, Cher got real sick. Um, and we're talking really rough living out in Virginia. Um, we moved out there. It wasn't the moving out there, but it was just the season of life for her. Um, you know, she was in bed 20 hours a day. It was bad. And so there's a lot of things that I left and I, I just need to rekindle some of those thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Like hearing those make me laugh and, uh, share is in a much better place, but we've had, wish we would have found a doctor back then, like we did two years ago. Um, and, but, um, so maybe about 10 years where it's really rough. Probably about, I don't know, between six to eight of those were even really rough, um, you know. But so like some of those stories kind of get lost in the ether or whatever you call it back in the mind. And uh, but it's definitely some great memories of. Uh, but of I also have creepy memories, so I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? Well, no, I creepy? just can I can retain. Well, like my memory oh, yeah. is like creepishly good, like. I can yeah. retain so much information and then be able to kind of repeat it back to you, especially if I was a part of it. So, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, a, that's a gift. That's it, a gift. Definitely. Cause um, I, know I was hoping like that. that like, I, I would rather you not remember it that way you can kind of relive it. And that's, what's actually a yeah. part of this is that you reliving it. Cause that's better than like you being, Oh yeah, yeah I remember that. So well, I think the like the Josh story before we move on to that. So it was like the communion story was funny to me. Um, that whole youth Sunday the blood that year of Christ. with the, the blood he said it like a hundred times. 
Yeah, you were literally uh, drinking the blood of Christ. It was like, dude, I don't want to drink this. Dude, I this I laughed so hard about that because I had I had three different students come back to me and harass me about the blood of Christ at camp. It was so They're good. still gonna bother you. Yeah. They're still yeah, gonna bother so you. Good. Yep. Well, with our family stuff, it's like we're Jared's just subbing, being a youth leader. Um, you know, my dad has a few books, but I wouldn't say anything I'd plug. I mean, you can go on Amazon and buy some of those, but uh, Shara's family is kind of unique. They were at Cookson Hills for a long time. You know that. And now he's at Tulsa Boys Home, and he's kind of merged two of his loves of like um, called uh, basically uh, counseling with at-risk kids uh, and then also horses. And so horse therapy, he's a counselor. And so he's meshed those two horses and, and being kind of like counseling kids right. through a question. It's pretty cool. He's actually sought after all over the, like the Midwest. He does like weekend uh, conferences with this thing called the, I think it's called the spur model. That's what it is. And so, yeah, they're just staying busy. Um, great memories of Cooks and Hills, us going there, even as a youth group, um, you know. Absolutely, going, dude. Going down All the, the float river. trips down there were yeah. so, so good. Todd Bruner busting his head on the rock, you know. I don't know if you remember that or not. He was doing a butterfly and popped his head when he was he was racing that girl Sarah Hooker. You remember her? Yep. Remember Sarah Hooker? Yep. And she was a swimmer and they're like, No, Todd's better and they start racing and Todd just whacks his head on that rock. Puts on this I big do old remember that. Uh yeah. some good memories though. Um I remember flipping over the canoe with the spiders. <laughs> yeah. You oh, were screaming man. like a girl. Like, I don't do was- I don't do if I can't see them and I and then I see them at the last second, there's a problem. That or snakes. But like if I can see it and I can walk up to it, I'm good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of great memories, man. A lot of great. Can't can't really put them down, uh, you know, on a podcast all at once. Um, all I know is I have good memories when I think about it, um, and when I see Josh, it even makes it funnier and much more fun. So. And Josh and I have had a few more, you know, trips together, and that's been. I wish, wish we could do more with uh, the other, the other two, um, no kidding, Bobby and and Jordan. But uh, you know, definitely Josh, I've just been lucky because we got to do, you know, national youth leaders or whatever youth specialties, and then we've got to do DIY, yeah. and yeah, it's been nice. It's been nice to have a couple of things that we've gotten to connect with, but even yeah. in that world, I've been surprised at you know I've, I've been doing this now eleven years, and just the way scheduling's gone and stuff, we've only been able to do that a couple of times. So yeah. I'm I'm even more so grateful for that because I know that that won't be every year, uh, but the yeah. times that we have gotten to do it have been really really cool, and <laughs> I of course have soaked it up because it's just like taking me back to high school all over again. Yeah, absolutely, man. But hey, Mike, we have a new little thing that we started doing. We're starting to find old pictures of us. And what I do is, is I bring those into like the chat. And the goal is to try to make a meme. I don't know if you've seen this on uh, like our Facebook channel or anything like that. But We're generating I've, memes I've, here, I've man. Collected, I've collected uh, a few pictures here. And let me know if you can see that. I hope they're good. Uh, I see they're the screen, best yeah. that I could do since you didn't help. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been busy. Oh, whoops. What happened? Did skip? Go back. Uh, Maybe. It says Bobby's screen. Yeah. There, we, there go. we go. Let's meet. There we go. 
All right, here's here's the first one. We need uh, a <laughs> meme for this one. Oh my! I love cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Asking the girl with nice feet to out on a date. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> you have nice feet. There you go. Are those Birkenstocks you got on? There you go. Those French tips. <laughs> there it is. Are those French tips? Ooh la la. I, like <laughs> How old was he when you took this? He's got he's got the <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my So many things come to mind that Josh's Josh's uh, behavior is like he goes, Is that stuffed crust pizza? Is that stuffed crust or, pizza? Or oh. that stuffed crust pizza? Who are you calling sensitive? I don't know. This one's this one's crazy. This is man. his wedding picture. This is one of his wedding pictures, Mike. It really uh, is. You know how hard it was for me to not go to that wedding. Like it was really. Oh, uh, I don't doubt that for a I second, have, man. I would have uh, loved to been there, but seen that picture, man, you'd have had a blast. I'm getting, I'm getting lucky tonight. <laughs> oh, that's disturbing. Josh, did you have a know. shot or did you want? I'm going to say only because I know what was at my wedding. I'm so excited to have a piece of that turtle's cake. Oh, Ninja how about turtle's this? cake? I remember. Turtle cake is that Ninja Turtle cake is calling my name. <laughs> there it is. That is. Ninja Turtle cake is calling my name. Let's get the name. ceremony over. That Ninja Turtle cake is calling my name. <laughs> That's good Who needs a first dance? I want to buy that cake. Is that your is that your football name? Is that your old line name? Freight train? Freight train, yep, yeah. That was gosh, Coach that. uh Coach Nixon gave me that nickname in seventh grade. Diesel and Freight Train. They gave them both to me. Lobby Bobby. Is it coming up on your guys' oh. end? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of one and I was trying to I was always I always try to make my own meme as I'm doing this but it's almost unfair but when I was trying to get it done I just I gave up All like uh, all I can This reminds me of the even, face that like Oh go ahead It's a sound it's not a it's not words that come to my mind I'll play it for you Oh lord I think this is it. Hang on. Like I picture this to be that look that Mike said that I had when I was sitting between yeah. Courtney and Claiborne on that taking the city trip. You remember? You said that I was just mm. sitting between those two with like this uh cloud oh, nine yeah. look. No, it's not gonna play. Dang it. It's uh okay. So it's it's the crazy, crazy frog. Crazy frog. Have you ever seen that video? Except- yeah, the crazy frog video. Like uh uh-uh. uh. Oh gosh. Ring ding 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 ding. You've never seen that video? I don't think I've heard that one. That Old must be like a TikTok video. sound or something. Oh it is? Oh gosh. Mm. Alright, well here's one more I mean, since this one was uh I'm not that? getting that one up. Then I'm not getting that one up. Just a couple things. Oh no. Oh this he's is my got favorite one. picture oh. of Mike. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was at a party in Kansas City. At my first, youth I thought ministry. this was a college. No, this was when I was like twenty six, twenty seven. Just that, probably before I was married. 
Actually, did I have a wedding ring in that? I can't tell. No, I, it before I got like married. It. it looks like and you're I can't... gearing up for your first DJ gig. Yeah. I would say or... try probably... that in a small town. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I saw the... I DJ saw Granny that. Mittens. DJ Granny Mittens. That's my yeah. like. This is like the epitome of what a dad of what a dad would dress like in our in the nineties for sure. And it's yeah. like you were getting into that mode before you were a dad. So like dad mode. Oh yeah, yeah. It was oversized. I, I, I wish I could see what shoes you had on. I want to redo this meme, and I just, be, Bobby, I want you to post this on social media, and I just want to ask everybody, what is Mike listening to? That's what I want. Oh, I want their response. What's Mike listening what to? What is Mike listening to? <laughs> I'm really having a hard time knowing why I put him on. That's it had to so be good. I was goofing around. Like, like why oh, do you oh, have these? The Campbell way. They're, I think they were that actually. That like a serious picture. So it is, but no. I was, we were being goofy. So I think they were, I'm just recalling, and I'd have to ask the family, but I think they were AMFM headphones. Like they would listen to sports events with them, oh, or they like would the use them by walking. Yeah, they had these old things back in the '90s, even in the '80s. Had a little radio on the headphones, which is pretty ingenious. You think about it. I remember. I, mean, they still I, I remember make them we today. had like a a set that had like yellow on them, and yeah, they had a little antenna on them, and yeah, it was a little radio. Yeah, you just run I with just the radio. Bought me a little weird. Sony, little Sony uh, AM FM radio for football. Because you know you can't listen to stuff online without paying a lot of money, and so here you can listen to pregame uh, if you just tune into a couple right. of radio stations. You know if you want to know what's going on, injuries, and then listen to the game live. So like on the radio, if I you prefer want to, hear to listen things. to baseball on the radio. Me too. Oh yeah, way more fun. Um, that brings up a lot of memories Cardinals for me. KMOX. Yeah, KMOX man, I grew for up sure. with that. My mom for sure. I don't know, man. Let Josh come up with it. It's his thing. He's who, got... who was announcing? Who was announcing when you were a kid? It was Buck, wasn't it? Was it Buck? Joe Buck. In the okay. Oh, in college. Let me make sure. Joe Buck, dad hmm. or dad mode ready. Dad mode. Yeah, it was ready. Jack Buck. Like yep. Jack Buck. Oh, I always dad. want to say so Joe John Buck. John Buck's dad. Joe Buck's dad. Yeah. yeah. And it was always good. I I don't listen to Cardinals as much anymore, but I'm sure it's good. It is good. Well, not this year. This year's rough. Yeah. Although we're kind of hot right now, we're doing okay. What I hear. Uh, I wish I, I would have had some memes. We've lost Chuck. now two for the Cubs, two to the Cubs. So I take that yeah. back. Is this the worst I year mean, you've seen since you've graduated college? Probably. Uh, yes. Mike's for the Cardinals. No, they've had bad worst teams. Really? They've had a few, yeah, probably 20 years ago. I mean, I've been out of college for 30 years, dude. So, um, I mean, this since has been a bad I left year, college, yeah. yes, this is the, yes. best, the worst yeah. year of Cardinals baseball. Yeah. Since 2013, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Were you the one telling yeah. me they need to do some? No, it's my youth minister friend, Ben Keller. He went to Ozark. You know Ben Keller? He's uh, younger than so. Josh. He's from Tulsa, and he uh, 
he's probably about three or four years in the ministry, and he's a huge Cardinals fan. He said, "Yeah, they need to re cool. they need to reorganize. They need to reorganize how they do some things because they're a little old school." Yep. Um, I think that's I think part of it. I I I mean, there's plenty of debate over it, but I I wouldn't be the first one to say Mo's got to change it or go. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll let you come we'll up see. with the main dude. Gosh, I have no idea. I I still think is it, it still it, show up on your guys's end? I, nope. I, it's not showing on mine oh, anymore. Okay. I was gonna say, but for sure, it was definitely. What is Mike listening? Like, what's Actually, Mike listening it's to? Uh, the new Mikey. The new Wu Tang album just dropped. Yeah. Was it you that 19. came up with Mikey Mike and the Funky Bunch? And the Funky Mikey butt? Mike and the Funky Bunch. That's yeah, not mine. I would, I would love to. It had to be somebody else in another ministry. I don't know. Oh, talking about your family. I get it now. Yeah, it may have been my, no, it my family. It had to be somebody else. So. No, I'm saying like he was, was he referring to that as calling you Mikey Mike and the Funky Bunch is in your family? No. Funky Butt. Oh, okay. Because I, oh, farted, funky funky butt. Butt. I oh. probably farted one time. <laughs> and I think Mark Wahlberg was really big. Back in the day, like that time. That's great. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Now, you're forever ingrained in my head as Tiny Sasquatch. Yeah. That is uh, what you will forever be in my head. Your Bigfoot walk is is gold. I do. And you're about as hairy as Bigfoot. I'm actually a lot more educated than Sasquatch (laughs) than I was. I've done a lot, a lot of too much. I know too much. About a bunch you of watch nothing, all those so. Sasquatch Hunter movies or shows now, don't no, you? No, I don't do the shows. I watch a few of them, but I like uh, I like podcasts. There's one that reminds me of Josh. Yeah, it's Bobo. What? Yeah, hunting, hunting or finding Sasquatch. He's like, that was definitely a Squatch, bro. That's, that's Bobo, dude. You are you're Bobo. <laughs> yes. Oh, hold on. He's big. If you grow your hair out, you're at the same height, and like he walks around just like you do. Like you guys are the enemy of each other. Only he talks like a surfer dude from California. I totally agree. I've said the same thing. I've said he kind (laughs) of has this Josh JD Miller type, like the way he talks. And yeah, you just got to go watch it. Now I got to watch it. What's it? It's called Finding Bigfoot. Yeah, Finding Finding Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Okay. his big his big line in the show is that was definitely a squatch. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he there's two guys on that show that um, there's two guys on that show that have a podcast now called Bigfoot something. Anyway, and he's on Bigfoot. that, so I'll maybe send it to him. I have to find it. It's on my phone somewhere. Yeah, the you, only you, big you got... thing I can get into is Harry and the Hendersons. That's the only thing I'm watching. Oh, Harry and the Hendersons was so good. Bigfoot and Beyond. That's the podcast. I'd, that's I'd be fine podcast. with them remaking that one. Yeah. Does he sound the same? Yeah, he sounds the same. I think he got cancers. I don't know. Something's going down. He got real sick. But he's he mm. still sounds like Josh. <laughs> in his own way. Um, but I could tell you a lot about nothing when it comes to Sasquatch. Have you seen Sasquatch? Nope. But I love mystery, man. <laughs> Do you believe that Sasquatch is real? I believe he can be real. Or she. Can be real. Um, she can. Ooh. Yeah. It's the mystery. It's Ooh. it's all the mystery behind it. I love 
uh, you know, you sit down and start talking about it. There's something to it. Well, I was I mean, watching a documentary and they found a skeleton of something called like Gigantoropithecus. And they yeah, say that that might be of what Bigfoot was, but mm-hmm. they don't have enough evidence to say that that's what it is now because there's actually no bones that they're finding yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like but, anything you get into a rat hole and you start listening or watching or reading and you start learning. In Oklahoma, Bigfoot's a big deal. It's an Indian like uh, historical stuff and it's right. everywhere. Um, mm. Huge. Um, that's where uh, uh, the Boggy Creek stuff was in Arkansas, but it's basically Oklahoma, the same place. Uh, you go down to Southern Oklahoma, Southeast Oklahoma, it's huge. That's where they've had a lot of major sightings, at least in Oklahoma. Really anything from like Broken Bow all the way up to like Cooks and Hills, which is little Kansas. Uh, it's kind of a, you know, again, that's crazy. It's a mystery, man. I'm going to say this, and this is just me. We had a, so right by our camp in Manfred, Oklahoma, there's been a couple like classified, like written down sightings of Bigfoot that were by people that were local. And it, some of them were half a mile to a mile from the camp. And I'm not joking you. We had one night, this was before COVID, so it was 19, I think. We had a night that we could not explain. We actually closed down a camp. And we had a sighting of something we couldn't really understand by one of our kids. And then another person saw something and they thought there was a person. They thought somebody was walking on the property like they were thinking of like a person and having kids at camp. Um, And then Mm. some other stuff happened that was, you know, Bone. You don't know Bones. He went to Ozark too. He was there. Um, It was just a weird night. So that's the closest probably I've ever come to anything being possible. Um, Well, unless you talk about Joshua with his shirt off. Um, and a new trip. <laughs> There's like no body hair on this body, and you know it. Yeah, I can. I'm the library of, of the three of, of us right here. You should I regret, regret it, because you you I became mean, a freaking monkey man with your well, he body hair. He did say that if I kept shaving my chest hair, that it would come back and bite me. And like, <laughs> I did say that. Is, <laughs> it's, I mean, well, it's not hole. like he, it's, it's nothing like not yours wrong. is. Like, it's not like. It's not like the the like scratch pad. It's like it almost looks like a comb over down down the front of me, and that's it. So it's wild. I was like, Bobby's, oh man! All of Bobby's hair is like his beard. It just lays straight down. Exactly. You know they have razors, right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the razors are for quitters. Razors are for quitters. <laughs> yeah. You make fun of old guys until you turn old, and then it's like, man, they weren't. Hair's just going to keep oh, growing. I don't take you as being old at all, but I mean, I yeah. do remember, like, I was like, man, you were a hairy dude. Yes. And like, wait. And that was, I was probably a sophomore in high school, and you're like, you'll get there. Yeah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> you keep shaving, I think it gets, it gets thicker and more coarse. Just on your chest. I don't believe that about your beard. Because I don't yeah. really. I don't think that really ever worked for me because I tried way yeah. early on and that didn't grow anything. Are you a beard? Are you chest. a beard oil guy? Yeah, I've uh, very I've much been, so. He's uh, a beard oil guy. Beard oils. I've bought beard oils. I've won beard oils. Yeah. I actually have a he collab with a couple of companies. I give a cool. lot of it away, like Josh. Yep, he's 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 making this beard grow a little bit. So I mean, I have I have some questions for y'all. 
So I wrote them down. Um, Sharon, I wanted to know about your families. I know a little bit Ooh. more about Josh. Tell us about your families. Is that is that okay by y'all or is that too? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Definitely. <laughs> okay. You want to go first, Josh? Sure. I mean, sure. you. I'll go first. Yours is shorter, so. Yeah. Um. So it's you know obviously it's it's Heather and I, which you guys have gotten to meet Heather, I think once or twice. Isn't that right, Mike? Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have gotten to meet her. Uh, and then I've got, uh, we've got uh the two kiddos that we adopted. Uh, Sky and Casey, those are biologically my niece and nephew, um, and yeah. they're doing good, man. Like they, so we got them when we were when they were eight, uh, each kind of respectively. We got Sky first, and then we got Casey right after that, um, and and they're doing really good, man. Like, uh, you know, there's there's obviously some some things we're dealing with emotionally and things like that that we we're processing, but beyond beyond some of that we've gotten to see our kids do some really cool stuff. Like Casey's working a full-time job now, uh, at CIY or not at CIY at uh silver dollar city. He, uh, he works in the, um, Oh, the smokehouse, which is a restaurant down at the bottom of the hill. Uh, he really loves doing that sky kind of had her first job working, uh, through summer school, uh, for the school. Um, so she's kind of growing in that. Um, but honestly, man, like, our family is is doing great. Kids are are kind of discovering who they are. They're in their junior year this year, so um, they're really going to step into a lot of more like big future oriented stuff. Like Casey's looking at um, going into marine tech, so learning how to fix boats, stuff like that, um, because he thinks marine biology is what he wants to kind of pursue. Um. And Sky hasn't so much found what she's super excited about, but overall she's good with grades. I mean, she gets her, she's good at getting her work done, things like that. I think she's still kind of discovering what her passions are and what she might really love, but art and um, fashion are things that she gets really excited about. Yeah. So. Cool. And then we got, then we got our pets, uh, two doggos and a cat. They're all, Awesome. Oh, and two fish. Two fish. I know it's a lot. Yep, two fish. Sticks and sushi. Well, I don't yeah, you've never met my wife, Mike. Uh no, the last I time I, I think don't. I saw you in person is I came back I when I was dating um the girl in Great Ben, I just started at the prison. You hadn't left mm-hmm. the crossroads yet. Uh you and I went out to Lone Star. Is that what the name of the restaurant was over there by uh mm-hmm. now Arby's? Oh, yeah. It's next to Arby's. I think that was the last time that I saw you in person. I took you out to lunch. Mm-hmm. That's an insane and I'd a tattoo memory, and I'd gotten a tattoo and then like I wore cut off, of course, to the restaurant. So and you're like, oh, you get a tattoo. And then um, that was awesome. But like, I don't know exactly when you left Crossroads, like to the year or anything like that. OK, so that was yeah. literally when I left the prison and moved to Wichita. So in that yeah. gap. I would move to work at Via Christie Hospital in Wichita, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where I then met my wife now. And she worked in the emergency room at St. Joseph Hospital. And I worked, I uh, started in the ER as uh, registration and uh, like uh, filing and stuff like that. And then I had, I actually chased a patient that was trying to run away. And somebody asked me if I wanted a job in the assessment center. And that's where I became an emergency psychiatric uh, assessment center's uh, mental health protection worker. 
and then uh my wife and i we got married in 2015 in jamaica um we went and got married in jamaica she has uh three kids we don't have any kids together and i'm totally fine with that i think uh i think i know that uh i did wouldn't have had the patience probably for kids and then i left the hospital in 2014 and then started back at the prison as an officer again almost started over and then ventured into the uh recreation department so i, I began to organize and uh pretty much teach uh inmates how to officiate sports like basketball soccer softball and all that stuff and uh, we did intramural tournaments and seasons and stuff like that and my boss of eight years retired last year and then i took over for him so now i'm the director of the um department at the prison yeah and that's, that's where cool. i'm at now and one well, of I... one of jamie's kiddos has a kid so that technically means bobby is a, is, is a grandfather yes i'm not a, i'm not a grandpa but bobby is a grandpa though and my wife is your age mike so i guess you and i <laughs> sort of have something in common to where you're how, how much older are you than shara um not that four and a half bobby. four and a half four and josh a half. said 10 and i was like i don't think no, that's right four and a half. close to five because i yeah, always make you rewind that I... back did i say so 10 I, maybe i did i didn't think i said I always, 10 it might have i, might I always have make been. jokes to share his dad i'd say hey you know when i was 18 wanted to go to the prom would you have been all right if i had taken your daughter at 12 or 13 he's like what that's how i always <laughs> I, I make that to my wife and she would say uh like if something from the eighties or nineties comes on, I was like, Yeah, I was in third grade and she's like, Ugh, I had my first kid. I was like, Ugh. Bobby, you always liked older girls anyway. I did. Always. And I, and she oh didn't believe gosh. me until like Josh and Jordan came into the pit like until she met them. Like she We had was, to like, explain it this... to her. It's like, no, Jamie, I promise you, you are one of a whole track record of this man has always actually dated girls so that he could get to know their moms that's really how bobby's operated yeah. he never actually dated well, girls he just dated girls to get to know their moms but oh yeah and i i think there's something there i mean who's the greatest lady in your life bobby my wife Maybe your mom right well your wife well, now was, but like well, in, well, well, his my, mom, my mom is now passed before she passed she was the that. closest person to me and then i know jamie has taken times, that over but that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that you're married because your mom, but I mean, like, lots of times we have, they're nurturing and, you know, and, uh, you know, we had a, a kid who lost his mom at CIY. No, sorry, before camp. And uh, he didn't go to CIY. And the best speaker he heard that week was a lady's voice. But it was just, he needed that. And I think mm -hmm. sometimes we have those desires and needs in our life. And, you know, a younger lady wasn't for you, Bob. You need somebody a little older. That's not funny either. That's well, and serious. I never actually uh, said thank you for calling me. Like you were the first person outside of like Josh Jordan and I'm pretty much anybody in my family that called. And I didn't even know that you had my number. I think Josh might have gave it to you and you called me after my mom passed. It was the day after. Yeah. So I never. I don't yeah, think I, I ever said I appreciated that. So I know how much you loved your mom, and it was a. I lost my mom at 15, so I I totally get it. Um, that was a rough time. Uh, it's also a lot of good memories, you know. I gotta hold on to yep. those. So. I can't but, listen to music anymore at all. Like, 
I can't yeah. listen to, I guess, anything before 1999 anymore. Like, I like, I still enjoy the music, but it's a little difficult. That's about it. Remind you of mom? Yeah. I didn't mean oh, to bring yeah. that up. If I'm sorry if that was emotional. Oh, no. I'm, com- okay, I'm comfortable yeah. talking about it. Um, All right. I would have rather Again, gone I- this way. So, yeah. I mean, that way I would rather have done that than me knowing that it was going to happen. Like, I couldn't have done that. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it was for the best for me for sure so yeah well it's and i have one other question like and i don't really know how to even explain it to people i'm like so what are you doing tonight because i told the guy i was gonna play golf with him i haven't played golf in three weeks josh you know i had covid when i got back from cli did you really dude i was sick for like from monday night all the way until like the next sunday oh and, man. Uh, like really bad and i lost smell but lost anyway so I was out for a few weeks and played much golf or done much and uh, was going to play tonight. But uh, I was like trying to describe, I have some students from my former youth ministry that have a podcast. I'm like, I don't know how they got into it. How'd you guys get into it? Like, well, Bobby, what got you to a place where you wanted to do a podcast? Like what is it? There's a history there or is that just like out of the blue? You're like, I love podcasts. I want to do my own. No, I wouldn't say that there was a history with it. I just, uh, I mean, I know that me, Josh, and Jordan never got to, like, really be apart from each other, like, growing up. And my first idea was to start it with Jordan and Josh. And then, like, I knew that they were busy and I wasn't going to, like, push them to do it, especially if they weren't really into it. So that was the initial idea and the, I guess, brainstorming process behind it. And then when... I think I sent Josh, like, an idea outline of it, like, a year a year ago or maybe a little bit more like i think it was right after my mom passed or something mm-hmm. and then i knew that he was busy i mean he has a family and i understand that jordan is still busy i mean he's working a crazy schedule at his job but uh but i knew that they couldn't really i guess guarantee the time and i was okay with that so i just started my own little thing and then once they both came on individually they're like dude i really i think we need this and it just stuck ever since. So Josh uses it as a almost kind of like a venting time. I mean, and then I don't, it's, I, it's I honestly don't know how me, Jordan feels about it. So it's definitely it's cool, for man. me. It's, it's a much needed bonding time. Like my time with Bobby and Jordan is like, I need to have that. And, and I can see seasons in my life where when I don't have it, it causes depression. I mean, like these are my best friends. Like, and yeah, our lives don't match up that commonly and, and we live in different places and are doing different things, but you know, it doesn't change kind of how good and how valuable our friendship is and how good it is when we spend time together, like how good that is for my soul. So I use it a lot for me as just refueling of my soul. That's cool. So that's That was one of the big things. After we did our first episode on Recess Ruckus, which is his personal podcast, I said, yeah, Bobby, I love the idea. And if we can get Jordan on board, I, I think we should do this regularly because I need yeah. it for my heart because I'm super busy. And so one of the things I find is that if I don't get time like socializing, I don't like who I become. Like my spirit needs my spirit needs that. It's just cool to see um, that it's not just about sports. Or I mean, those are things that are unifying, but it's still like seeing you guys are still being, you know, uh, your friendships are far more important. 
That's pretty well, I just cool think that our, our our friendship never like we never lost our friendship, but we definitely lost. Uh, we did we weren't catching up with each other. I think we we've, we've yeah. probably gone yeah. probably a year or more without actually talking to each other over the even the phone. And yeah. I think we've talked more now in since it was actually like my birthday is when we released episode one of this uh, podcast, and and we're cool. talking now. I, mean, I think more I call on a him. Basis. I don't like texting. I hate texting. I would much rather call you, get it over with. I don't do the whole text thing. I mean, I can, I will text you, like, especially if I want to save whatever it is I'm trying to send you, but mm-hmm. I would much rather get through to you over the phone and whatever. And this also mm-hmm. helps with that. I get you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to see that. That's one, that, that was a question I had. So never really asked any of y'all. Nobody's ever That's asked anything. I mean, that's all the questions I have. I just, you know, we don't really know a lot about your families. I know a little bit about Josh's had dinner with you all one night. that's really what this is all about is just to keep up with each other. I mean, we were so, we were close for so long. Why? I mean, what's the point in losing touch with it? Like I didn't know much about what was going on in Josh's life with his youth ministry or Jordan's life with his kid. I mean, Jordan's got more kids than you and Josh put together. I think it's two dudes. I got so many kids. So, so, I mean, uh, Jordan's that busy. So I knew that he wasn't going to be able to like guarantee that he was going to be a part of it. But I think yeah. people need, I mean, people need people and that's, and if you don't have Absolutely, somebody to Bobby. whether or not to either reach out to or yeah. anything like that, then you're going to bottle things up and you could explode one day. Is Jordan kind of like that guy of cheaper off cheap, cheaper, cheaper by the half dozen. Is it six yeah. or is it five? That's I think it. he's got five. So he's got so, five. Huh? Yeah, so he's, got, he's five. got five, and you guys have five between each other, right? You got three, and Josh yep. has two. Yep, yep. Well, and I, I've always a principle. I never. I, that sounds so weird, but like never say never. I remember, and this is really funny for y'all. Like, I never thought I'd ever move to Kansas. I, I said I never would. Like, I remember traveling through to go to CIY from Oklahoma to, to Denver, and I'm never going to move to Kansas. And then all my kids were born in Kansas. <laughs> Some of my greatest memories in youth ministry and great time sharing I had. Uh, before you know, we moved. It's just some good memories, um, you know. And there are a lot of things I wish I never would have left, but it is a calling to leave. But yeah, I loved I loved my time in Hutch for sure. So. I don't know if you know this or not. Did you know this podcast has uh, two sponsors? I two. do not. Uh, well, the first one is um, one that we we need to sort of plug. Have, have Josh, Do have it. you hooked him up with anything? I have not, but it's mainly because we really haven't seen each other. I should have taken some some jerky with me to CIY to share with you, and I'm Mike sorry I didn't. Jerky. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm you Scottish. would love uh, this, this stuff, dude. Well, this company was actually started here in Hutch, and he reached mm-hmm. out after episode one and said he'd like us to, I mean, he'd like to support yep. us. I mean, he, Bo is just one of those solid guys over at Primal Jerky, and he I mean, he called Jordan and said, hey, I really want to support what you guys are doing. And right after I released episode one, Jordan calls me and says, hey, uh, Bo wants to uh, support the podcast. And I mean, all it is is like we don't get paid or nothing. And I would never ask for that. He just, he, send a, he sends us out uh, beef jerky time to time. And then he also has uh, our listeners gifted mm-hmm. with the uh, promo code. So if you do want to order it and they do sell in Oklahoma in some locations. So. Cool. But you can always jump online and order it too at feedonprimal.com. Yeah. 
And then at checkout, we're, use promo code CHUBBY for 15% off your order. So where in Oklahoma do they sell it? Do you have any idea off the top of your head? No, all he has for me is that they sell in over in five states across 400 plus stores ranging from Nebraska, okay. Kansas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Missouri. Well, I'll, that's cool. I'll so get if, some of that. This yeah, really I mean, good. I could send you a bag or if you wanted to, if you get for the listeners, not for you, Mike, but uh, if you are listening and you watch them, if you put all six bags like in your cart when you initially check out, that discount code saves you. The fifteen percent plus, you'll reach that fifty dollars cap of no shipping, and you mm-hmm. pretty much get a bag yeah, for free shipping. if you try That's all six flavors. Yeah, I'm not Sweet actually spicy you, you got, is amazing. I'm gonna send you some cash app money. You guys send me some stuff. <laughs> oh, you ain't got to send it to me at all. I'll hook you up with a bag. That's sweet good. and spicy is probably my favorite. Josh is a bacon jalapeno fan. <laughs> bacon jalapeno mm-hmm. is where it's at. The flavor is so so good. And it's, did you ever have a, what was that stuff? It's, it's based out of Oklahoma, no man's land jerky. It's very mm. similar to the texture. You've yeah. never had no man's land jerky. Mm. So well, it's a very, it's a very high quality beef. Um, and they make sure like it's dried, but it's not like, I mean, processed, it's just, if that it's, makes like, sense. it's cool. very, very flavorful. And it's yeah. like the old time jerky. And that's where, where they got the name primal. And they're actually yep. getting ready to change their name. I mean, I don't know how soon that's going to actually be. They're changing it to uh, Rage Jerky, and that's because mm. they have a new product coming out uh, with meat sticks. And their meat sticks mm. are oh. they'll blow you away. Like Josh, Josh was uh, by far. He said that he would actually are... start doing like a catwalk on a model runway stage just so <laughs> Bo would send him uh, some more beef. I sticks. like I like I mean, meat sticks a little better. I like all beef jerky, but meat beef sticks. Well, it's cool, too, because it's not like. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that uh, these meat sticks are like, if you've ever done like um, Slim Jims or something like that, it's real like finely shredded. And it's kind of like as you're chewing it, it doesn't taste very much like meat. It just tastes kind of processed meat flavor in a in a greasy sleeve kind of thing. Whereas their meat sticks, like it's a tiny little like sleeve but it's chunks it feels like it's chunks of meat that you're biting into it's really good it's really yeah. really good and whenever those come out we'll hit you up but i'll have, you, I'll so need to get your working? address and i'll mail it to you yeah i'll do that so i don't know if you guys know this cade and reagan work at a meat shop and it's a really meat processing place they actually have a shop they do all kinds of beef chicken all kinds of meat and then reagan works in the deli but cade actually turned it down but he went to oklahoma state and got a like certified to basically smoke meat and make beef jerky he does it all the time um oh, and they're opening fantastic. up a smoke shop now they have their own because it's localized and you know makes good money and um but the meat sticks those ooh, those are always good if you get a good quality one so well, after that we normally talk about primal beef jerky and the website is www.feedonprimal.com and the promo code is chubby for 15% cool. off your order. But we talked a lot about sports right before we started this. And I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's really not much that we normally have like a direct thing to cover, but I know there's things that like, have you watched the new documentary quarterback or is the docu-series no, on Netflix? It's in my queue. In my, it's whatever, good. my list. 
It's good. I just finished it's gonna make it, you like Kirk Cousins a lot. The only still the only thing I don't understand is why do they have uh, Marcus Mariota quarterback? Like Marcus Mariota <laughs> just blows my mind. It's just they wasted a whole season on one quarterback when they could have had a backup if they were thinking about it. But Kirk yeah, Cousins, I'm... I've got way more respect for Kirk Cousins now than I ever would have thought I would have ever had. Just the type of person yeah, he Kirk is. Cousins now, granted, Heck he yeah. does have cameras. He has cameras on him, so you don't really know if he's being true. But like, it comes across as being very, I mean, nah, very honest. True. So that's him. That's who you're seeing. Who you're seeing, Tim? Is it? Sure. Is it kind of like you guys? Today, have you guys seen the full swing golf one on Netflix? It's kind of like I don't know if it's the same style. Oh, that's the one where they have like they follow like Jordan Spieth, and then mm-hmm. they, well, every episode is different. I think don't isn't it? Yeah. So like they talk about different players and what it's like to be on the PGA and how they got there, and you learn yeah, to hate I've players seen, and love players. I've seen it, <laughs> I've yeah. seen it but it's like not. That. It's nothing like that because they actually only have three quarterbacks that they're actually following in every episode. They're like kind of like kind of looking over their shoulder at what they're going through on a day to day thing. Yeah, it's so, kind of following them through a season and yeah. kind of all the ups you and know, downs of the season. And I don't. Please, Josh, don't take that. I am not taking not not a knock at the Chiefs because I love their head coach, but I am <laughs> not a Patrick Mahomes fan. I am not really. I think he's a great talent, um, probably one of the best there is. But I, his brother and his wife or his fiance and oh, him, I, I could write a book about how much I you're dislike not. You're not wife. the only person that has had plenty of things to say about well, both Jackson and Brittany Mahomes. <laughs> well, and then I remember him in college. He played against OU a lot, and he was good, but he was just such a crybaby all the time. Like had a big comeback he, against. Was that OU or yeah. was that uh, Texas? It was Texas. It might have been OU too. Well, he it was did, like a comeback. There was one come year from behind and, win. Yeah, him and Baker played against each other, and it was like the highest-scoring game of all time and because you had two teams that had no defense. But, no, I, right. that's why I saw it, and I'm like, I have it on my queue. I'll watch it. But Patrick Mahomes just like uh, – I have a lot of Chiefs fans at our church, so I have to be careful what I say. <laughs> well, did you ever watch really that movie don't... about Kurt Warner? Ooh, no. yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I love okay. Kurt Warner. Oh, so for sure. the comparing, comparing him to Kurt – uh yeah, to Kurt Cousins is very, I I see a lot of Kurt Warner in Kurt Cousins. Kurt Warner, Kurt like Cousins, their, very like their similar religion beliefs and the way that they yeah. go about their daily life. Now, granted, it didn't really do that in the movie, but it's a great movie if you haven't seen it. I'll I'll have to go watch that now because I love Kurt Cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt definitely but, shines in this one. You see his process, and you just see kind of his character, and you really like it. Yeah. You really find you know, out how bad. Brittany Mahomes is because if you take Kurt <laughs> Cousins' wife and Brittany Brittany Mahomes, it is it is kind of funny the comparisons. Like of the yeah. three of, on the films, Brittany's clearly like of the three wives. Like Brittany's the Karen. one that seems like she's the the hardest to handle. Yeah, like just the most yeah. fresh. Like, and not that Brittany's you know a bad person or anything. She's just she's obnoxious. No, I'm not saying man. that. She is obnoxious, and she even she even has to address it in the show. She talks about like that all of the fans got after her after she started posting her videos of her going nuts in the in the yeah uh, in her little booth that they have the press box yeah yeah press box thank you well here's the, the thing every time office. I see Patrick play 
they show the Chiefs here all the time. I never root against him because he's always going to – he's just that good. He's a great quarterback. You know, but, I mean, he's just a phenomenal talent. But on the other side, it's just like uh, – Once in a generation. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Oh, Yeah, I wouldn't say that either. On. I think – but I, I'm he's not saying that he goat. wouldn't be good. I wouldn't say that he wouldn't be good in the NFL, but I think – I think Andy Reid compliments him very well with the way that he yeah. runs offense, 100%. I think it's a match made in heaven between Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. If that's, he was under Bill Belichick, we would right not there. be saying this right now, I don't think. Bill Belichick wouldn't fall for his wife doing what she's doing at all. He's like, get her out of here. I mean, he's no better than Tony Romo. So. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, wanted, okay. I, wanted to see I would never face. I would never go that far, but I do I one hundred percent believe Tony Romo is an underappreciated quarterback. Like Bro, for what he did. Dude, I was... Listening to him as an announcer, you can tell the guy clearly knows football. He, one, he's the, I... one of the best announcers, but he should also he needs a job at defensive coordinator one hundred percent. If he can call plays mm-hmm. like that. Ninety-three percent of Tom Brady's plays were called all by him before the the ball was snapped. Yeah, I was just doing that to Raz JD. I don't care. I know always. you're you're a, oh, you're a always. Always. That's always yeah. That's another thing about this podcast, though, Mike. We actually get a chance to make fun of each other like we used to. Like, I don't know if you've seen yeah. any of the shorts or anything. Like Jordan, <laughs> he is it's, ruthless. It's basically it's basically just Jordan like raising me. That's just. Raking me over yeah. the coals and and embarrassing me. I'm sensitive though. That's what the guys say. So Jordan said that, not me. Yeah. <laughs> you're just nicer. Is that what it is? I'm just. I think a nicer you're more. Person. I, I think you're more empathetic. But yeah. I wouldn't say you're I sensitive. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. So I don't know yeah. how how much you follow MMA, Mike. I don't believe that it was ever a lot when we were doing that but what do you think of the elon musk versus mark zuckerberg matchup in the Elon octagon? musk would tear him up because elon of musk weight or because rough. of he is but do you it's, think it's because of weight and i guess all right so i don't know anything about mma my family so my dad has two doctorates loves wwe and so i grew up with <laughs> wwf that's as close to wrestling as I get is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I had no idea. And and yeah, you guys baby. love wrestling. Like your brother uh-huh. was a wrestler. Uh-huh. Your brother um, still is. So yeah. I, yeah, it still is. And so I like, I'm kind of I know. Uh, but so I've kind of like fallen away from it. I don't, I mean, probably the closest thing to wrestling is watching movies from the rock. Like I, I don't know much about it. So MMA. My brother works in a gym in Amarillo on Fridays. It's an MMA gym that they do like training. And so that's as close to we've talked about. I don't know much, but I would say Elon Musk would win. Zuckerberg just seems like a twig. Zuckerberg actually just. Oh, go ahead. Is it a real thing? Like, is this like a. Okay. So the premise behind it is that they both agreed to it. Now the, the stipulations behind it is what's going to matter. Are they going to go by a weight class? Because Musk has him by 60 pounds plus. Mm. So that's a big weight gap, but I think that I'm not ever going to count Musk out, but I think Zuckerberg wins only because of how much he's taken into uh, jujitsu, like a hundred percent. He's legitimately, I don't think he's a black belt. I don't know what color belt he is, but he won a jujitsu tournament. And oh. the dude has gone. I mean, he's 
he's vested in jujitsu like he was Facebook. Mm. It's pretty. It's, pr- it's pretty. It's pretty amusing to watch. I mean, granted, I'm not into the whole like nerdum like Josh is. Like, I didn't. I would never have wanted to know anything about Zuckerberg. But I watched this. I guess sort of like make itself up, and then I bought a shirt because I had some cash, uh, uh, pay whatever uh, Samsung Pay cash to blow, and I bought the mm-hmm. the shirt. It was like the old Muhammad Ali style, like Ali versus Frazier or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's Zuckerberg versus Musk. So the UFC is very vested in it by already making shirts. So I think it's either going to happen, but even if it doesn't, it's happening day to day with social media. I mean, Twitter versus Facebook and so on. Twitter will never make it what Facebook is. I don't think. All right. I mean. I wouldn't buy the the package to watch it. I do all the YouTube afterwards, so. I'd watch the highlights afterwards as well. I think it would fun. I think it would be fun to just see it happen because like this, this is a once in a, I mean, I can't think of any other two people that you would never think were, would step into a ring together or an octagon together and fight each other. It's always athletes that step into a ring together and fight each other. So maybe this yeah. is like our uh, ultimate team or what was that show on MTV where there was like clay figures? Like this is yeah. real oh, celebrity life, death uh, match. Celebrity death match. And oh my goodness. I think it could go wrong for a lot of reasons because of the weight difference, yeah. but that's about it. Well, Every time I think of Zuckerberg, I think of that actor that played him in the Facebook movie. Oh, I mean, they do have similarities, but Zuckerberg is much more athletic. Good old Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. I only remember him from uh, Zombie. (laughs) Zombie Land. Zombie Land, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because we watched that like two nights ago. We had it on a bunch of. There was Clark had a few friends over and they wanted to watch that. Um,. Anyway, yeah. What's your take on it, Josh? Because you seem like you're really into MMA. No, not really. Oh, okay. Maybe I (laughs) just misunderstood. I I absolutely love MMA. I'll watch it, but yeah, no, I don't don't track it or follow it or anything like that. All I know is I would not want to take anything off the buckle from your brother. Like a body Uh, slam. Dude. Like him flying off the buckle. Yeah. He he can he can sell it, dude. It's so impressive when he goes right. second or third rope and and body splashes, and you just think that person has to be dead underneath there. But nope, it's he's good at what he does, man. He's real good. So my little brother Matt, I told you, he's really big into that. And so when he was in high school, they used to have wrestling matches at the house, and then put mattresses out. Heck and, yeah, uh, he um he became good friends with the guy that it was at the mortuary, like, and they got body bags and everything. That's cool. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> that That's is like cool. BJ getting the pop can tops. Like he couldn't get razor uh-huh. blades from his mom. So he would pull pop yeah. can tops off of the cans to cut himself, to give him a little like gash or whatever. Yeah. Sabrina yeah. said no with the cake pans and no razor blades. And, yeah, we still did the cookie sheets though. We still definitely. And used she was the cookie mad. Sheets. Yeah, it's funny. We bent them back into place after we were done. <laughs> but no, I, I wanted to ask you the these two questions, and only because it became like a pretty good debate on here with me and Josh, and then I got Jordan involved, and mm-hmm. I wanted your take because I think that one, I think I already know your answer to one of them, only because you've said it before in 
just in conversation, even growing up around you, I kind of know what your answer is going to be. But the first one I want to ask you, what do you think the greatest award in sports is? Like, like not just for what you get and why you get it, but why, like the idea about it, everything that's around it and surrounds like the history and everything. What award would you think would be, uh, I guess, pedestal of all of them? Well, I mean, just because everybody else wants it, even football, basketball players, it's across the world is the Masters. Um, Masters tournament in golf. And you go, if you don't know golf, but I mean, people from Japan, Europe, South Africa, Australia, people want to win that award. And it's the most prestigious. And so once you win it, you're a part of that family. And you come every year and play and you get to have the Masters dinner. It's just, it's, it's a global thing. As I've gotten older, that'd be it. So, um, but that's just me because I love golf. But I also have seen the history behind it. So, what would you think I was going to say? Well, that one I didn't know, but I know on this next question, I think I already know your answer, and that's, mm-hmm. I mean, kind of where we're going. But just to kind of touch base with what you were saying, I Josh sort of kind of agreed with me at the end, just because of the history around it and what it's about. I was saying mm-hmm. the Stanley Cup, and I think that if awards were, yeah, I guess uh i guess pushed with uh i guess getting excited about like going into crowds or going into certain areas in the world and like you can only drink out of it if somebody that's there that's played on the team and won it and so forth or whatever it is that it's there's so many rules to be able to be involved with it that you can also take place now the 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 golf the masters golf is like that's a jacket is am i right a jacket and it's a life I mean, right. all the rules that go behind it, and it's more of an individual sport. Well, not more. It is an individual sport. So, like, team sports, that's totally different. Um, but I would definitely say that would be the one that uh, it's coveted by, I mean, I mean, look at Steph Curry. Look at all the athletes who tried to be like golfers. Yep. Michael Jordan down. Look at Mahomes. What was he doing a couple years ago? And Doesn't that just was, mean, though, that golf is like the the side hustle of every athlete anyways? Yeah, but it's <laughs> one of the most difficult things. Like, um, And seeing other athletes try to play golf because it's fun. And it's a leisure play sport, for a though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's leisure until you get out there. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a leisure sport as leisure as you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, but I can play pickup basketball the same. I've played, yeah, I played college it's cheaper me, to play played, pickup basketball. It, you play pickup. You play pickup basketball, though. You still got to play with other people and their intensity levels. Mm-hmm. Golf, you get yeah. to play at your own intensity level. Have you guys ever time. played golf? Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, like played golf. No, yeah. not I mean, like competitive. That's what not I'm like saying. competitively. No. The old, the most competitive we've gotten is that tournament at the church. Yeah. That's. that's I, but That's like our, just I to try to nervous. learn it was the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Like just to yeah. understand, like like keeping your head, like just the you know how much I it, guess techniques is the hardest thing for me. I think there's a misunderstanding about golf. You know how much it costs me to play golf, unlimited amount of times at my course. It's fifty five dollars a month. That's less right. than our gym in town. But I'm I mean, saying it's not that get started thing. in golf, it's zero dollars mm-hmm. unless if you have an outside court to play basketball and somebody has a ball. Yeah. But for golf, you've got to buy the cub, the clubs. You've got to buy the golf mm-hmm. balls, especially if you lose them like I would. I mean, <laughs> there's a whole, like, 
I would say the yeah. most expensive sport that that's not the most expensive sport, but like uh, golf, like you really have to be in a, a good area to really learn how to play golf well. I think. Well, yeah, it's very niche, but I would say the same for again basketball. You have to have a full size court to play five on five to play a real game, right? Just like I wouldn't even say golf is niche. I would say that that's very mm-hmm. like. I think a lot of people can get involved in golf because it's very it can be calming and it can be frustrating yeah. all at the same time. I I think it's leisure, like you say, but I'm gonna tell you, like playing baseball, like competitively and playing college basketball. I never played football. Um, it's it's a whole other another level of using your body. Athletically. Oh, I don't. Yeah, um, I mean, look at Tiger Woods. He shows that with the, his pains yeah. that he walks with every day. Yeah. But I would say the Masters would be the one, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it's not the most favorite sport, especially in our town. You know, it's kind of getting a little bit more little pub. But I didn't grow up around it in Hutch. I just kind of took it for granted. There was tons of courses around there that were so good, cheap. But you're right, Josh. It's not, you know, it's a little harder to start up. I but take it for find... granted here. There's some really good yeah. courses here. That I need to start probably utilizing expensive more. Though, too. They are, but I can get local discounts and things like that. So, yeah. well, it's all I what you love pop to pop. do. Yeah, there you go. Know. Sorry to call you out. Ooh, I was just like, I, I've had this discussion with my family because my my dad and no, my that's why that's why we wanted is because I knew that you would yeah. have an in depth answer, and that led me into this yeah. question: What is the hardest sport to be the best at? Oh, um, I don't know. That's a hard one. Hmm. I have. I, it, are you going to share my opinion on this, Bobby? Well, no, I'm going to let yeah, anybody who wants to okay. talk, talk. But I just wanted his thought because hmm. I knew that growing up, it was the hardest sport to get good at. I don't know about to be the best at. You said you would say golf because I remember you saying that you're like, have you ever um, watched somebody struggle like on a back nine or a front nine or whatever? There's so many possibilities in golf. Go ahead, Josh, or JD, whatever your well, name is. So my standard <laughs> has been for a while, I think, the single hardest sport, like just all of the elements combined as far as how difficult and challenging the act is in a sport, it is hitting a baseball with a baseball bat. Because there's so much timing, there's so much variation. It is a one-on-one battle with a pitcher. And so to me, like hitting is what I would consider the most challenging thing in sports. Yeah. And I would, I would, I would even, I would even allow that to transition over to like cricket uh, because cricket's essentially done in the same format in, in that it's one-on-one it's bat with a tiny ball that you're trying to hit. They're throwing different, uh, patterns and different variations, different speeds, things like that. So it, it truly is like this battle, a one-on-one battle. And I, I think it's, I think swinging a bat at a ball is the most challenging sport yeah. element, in my opinion, with all that comes with yeah. it. They do it professionally at the top level, it does. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm not saying golf is the most difficult, but I would say one thing I have learned is in golf you have to learn seven to eight different types of swings. Um, you got different types of putts, chips, uh, and they're all different setups and how you feel, and it's more nuanced. 
for baseballs, hmm. you're going against somebody, and it's you get a pitcher that's top notch. And right now, it's like I was at a Drillers game, which is Tulsa's Double uh, A, I think. It's mm-hmm. Dodgers Double A. I don't think there was a guy that threw below ninety five. That's insane. Whole night. And that's and double A like, ball. That's insane. The two starters were hitting ninety eighth and ninety nine all night, like at least for the first, you know, five innings. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I think all of them are different. Their own. Um, I think being a quarterback's hard. I don't know anything about cricket. I think soccer's it's got its own. I, I don't know much about cricket either. I just know the format of hitting in cricket is basically very similar to baseball. Yeah, but and I think you have to also account are... for like the balls coming out of the pitcher's hand in cricket, and then hitting something first, and then the batter gets to hit it. He can't hit it in the midair; has to bounce that's on true. the on that's the true. curl. There's a, there's there's a so I think that you element could to it. argue that cricket is harder. But my argument was is that MMA or mixed just any type of that realm of mixed martial arts is just as equivalent as. Mm-hmm knowing what pitch is coming or trying to get good at aiming at that pitch because you have to know what style of fight you're going into. I mean, you don't know yeah. how you're going to be able to prepare because you don't know how that other person is going to have to prepare. And that was my, like boxing. Boxing is harder than MMA for a different reason, like because it's only punching and it's traumatizing to the head. But MMA, I think it's like it's Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. Elon Musk is on another level for like his IQ and stuff like that. Zuckerberg strictly knows Facebook and technology. And then you have Elon Musk, which knows like probably more than all three of us combined about everything. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like uh, all those sports are not about the ability to do it. It's the ability to prep. And so like okay. Tom Brady is not as physically good as a Mahomes, but his ability to prep sure. is a part of his being the best. Um, same with hitting. I played a lot of baseball. And there's a lot of prep that goes sure. with hitting, a lot of practice, a lot of rep. Yep. A lot MMA, of studying of pitchers, time. learning how they pitch. Yep. Yeah. Learning your mm. weakness. Same with um, so is, MMA. Is that where you would contest again for golf? Is that, mm, I mean, outside, well, I guess really. even there, there's prep. There's the prep of, of just uh, playing and practicing and learning those hits and learning the lies. And so then golf, you have to worry play, about weather at that point. Golf is more you have to know the course. You're playing the course, sure. and the course includes the wind. You're not playing people, um, and that's where it gets difficult. But all those other sports, you're playing against people, but you still need to prep. Like MMA, man, think about all what they do to get their body in a place yeah. to wrestle for, what, 10 minutes, maybe five minutes, maybe 20 minutes. Uh, I no, don't know. Uh, five, three five-minute rounds or five five-minute rounds? Yeah, so I'm thinking boxing. So is maybe 15 a minimum. Yeah, 15 to 25, depending on. Yeah. So I boxing how is, many I weeks? think they're at 12 rounds now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would minimum say the, in, high school, in high school here, I had the most respect for our wrestlers. Um, just mm. what they do to get prepped, at least in high school wrestling. Um, just because they had to lose and gain. To me, seemed like it had the hardest amount of like workload yeah. to it. Yeah, for sure. High school, I mean, it's all high different. school sports. Wrestling seemed like it was the hardest sport. Yeah. I was not up for it. I watched you cut weight so many times, Bobby. I was like, no, thank you. 
I am not well, interested I had to quit in that. one year because I had I developed ulcers because I dropped uh it was like thirty six pounds in two and a half weeks to make weight. But I would say that that was yeah. the more physical demanding of the sports that I've ever done. But I would say the hardest to, I guess, wake up and say, yeah, I want to go do that again was probably swimming because of, I mean, it's a full body. It was a full body workout every time that you were in the water, not just wrestling. Do I have to cut weight this week? I have to work on drills this week or so on swimming. Like it's a, you're working all pretty much your entire body, 99.9% of your body every time you're in the water. So. Yeah, that's the only difference like, between the two. But re- the cutting weight thing is the hardest. Yeah, like with golf, it's like a lot of prep and practice. But there's like I bet you I can come up with ten swings that you have to learn to be really good at golf. Probably three, you can be a hack. But when you get to the next, you get to the pro level, um, and we're not talking about different swings like you slow down or you hit it left or right. We're talking about how you set up, how your grip, um, your posture, all those things. But they're all different. And I never realized there was that many shots from a driver to a three wood, Mm -hmm. to an iron, to wedges, to putters, and then different lies and what you hit. Um, they're all different and you know, everybody has different theories, but I think every sport, but I don't know the most difficult, that's hard. Um, for me, it would probably be wrestling. And it's not the most, it's not the most difficult. It's the most difficult to be great at. Yeah, that's true. I guess to be the Mm -hmm. greatest person in that, I guess, Oh, everybody says that they're the greatest of all times. Like Michael Jordan, he's not the greatest of all time. He's the greatest basketball player of all time. Not the greatest. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't say he was the greatest athlete, but like, almost like you said, it's not necessarily like if you can accomplish it, it's uh, getting prepared for it. And that's where you could argue that LeBron is the better athlete. Michael Jordan is the better basketball player because who are you going to pick? I would rather yeah. have Michael Jordan on my team, a straight up killer than a guy who has the ability to do stuff but still doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. Man, that's or a hard one. Just I just chooses not yeah. to do it, one of the two. I mean, I think it's just like, yeah, I don't know, man. That's, that's a difficult one. It's, you know, it's almost like saying, what's the hardest profession to be the best at? I mean, mm. doctor. They're all different, you know? Yeah, I don't know. NASA scientist, a NASA rocket scientist. Yeah, I don't know. No school teacher. You can't compare. Tough. You can't compare every one of them, but like just like sports, you can't compare all of them because they don't all entail yeah. like physical activity, or they don't all entail yeah hitting. They don't all entail something coming at you. Like a a, a yeah. golf ball is stagnant, so like you don't have to worry about that aspect of it. So. Yeah. I think they're all good for their. I just didn't know if you'd actually have a, a reason behind it. Jordan and Josh both said baseball, and I argued that like yeah, it's hard, but I think it's also the easiest sport to get paid to do because there's so Probably. many possibilities to get paid to do it, like professionally. Yeah. The farm you system know, for baseball. I'm, I'm going to throw something out there at you, and to be the best at it. This is going to be fairly weird because I was thinking about this the other day because Oklahoma's got this under Michael Turk. Michael Turk is the punter for oh. Oklahoma. He was. He got drafted. No, he got picked up by somebody. I don't know who it was. But I was just thinking about this. To be the best punter, how many NFL teams are there? And there's like one punter maybe. If they have two, it's rare. And yeah, they don't leave. They don't leave like fast. I mean, kickers – they get new ones every now and then, but most of the good ones stick. 
but like there ain't a, it's there's not a lot of commodity for for punters and kickers. So you better be pretty right. darn good. And like some of the best punters and normally of all time, your like kicker they, is also a punter. Yeah. And so I was because Michael Turk is off the charts awesome. He came from Arizona State and his uncle was Turk was a punter for the Vikings, I think. It's hmm. anyway, somebody's family. But I mean you become you get you stay on a team and you become a successful punter, you're there. And you're top. There's nobody taking I don't know, I was just thinking about that as a punter, like we always take them for granted. Um, you know, special teams. Definitely kickers. But um Oh yeah. Hmm. But I you know, I played baseball and I played golf. They're both different. Hitting a baseball is here's the the phrase if it's hard to get it and it's very easy to lose it. Mm. So like it's hard to be able to get to that zone where the ball becomes really big and it's really easy to lose it. And so same with the pitcher. So I don't know. Those two are, you know, are really difficult. Definitely. Uh, if, if baseball is the hardest to be a baseball, like the hit, who is the best at it? Mm, that's a great question. Uh, I would, I would pick my two or three, but well, it today's day, like I mean, Otani's probably up there. I was gonna say uh, Otani's mm-hmm. gonna go high on the list of these Ohtani days. Otani's, and then of all time, to- I mean, of all the time, like you can't really like bring in those guys that were like Babe Ruth. You can't bring him into this equation just because the rule changes and stuff like that. That's what sucks about yeah. like like adding an extra game to a season of football and stuff like that. Like there's so many records that are going to be broken i mean when you look at guys who had hits you've got to go tony quinn you've got to go guys like uh barry bonds um you know they they, pete rose is number one of all time for hits is is really high on the list i'd say pete Uh, rose is up there how many pitchers have complained about tony quinn yeah you ever you ever see uh, John Smoltz talk about Tony Gwynn? Mm-hmm. How uh, Pedro and the three pitchers from the Atlanta Braves are like the best pitchers of their day, and they would strike out ratio crazy, strike out and, everybody, and, but that, and they would not think <laughs> Tony, like, Tony Gwynn. Gwynn. They could strike him out. Like <laughs> he they, was they were, they would a great. Yeah, it was un- and it was like. I think they had like three total strikeouts or five or something in his career against those four or five pitchers. Um, Ted Williams is That's right insane. there. I don't care what anybody says. Ted Williams was, yeah, Ted Williams you know, is absolutely day. up there. Um, who's a, who's a Cardinal really you'd put on the list? Um, man, I don't – I mean, I well, – You're counting usual. just for like RBIs and Stan, stuff. You can't really Stan put in like – I mean, Albert's always up there, but he's, I wouldn't call him the greatest of go all high. time. No. I wouldn't say great of all time because he was just a, he's a guy you want on your team. Yep. He's had great seasons. He was clutch. Sure. I always felt like he was clutch. Yeah. Albert's clutch. I think Gwen has some of them, like, I think he has a lot of the records. Like, he set a lot of records like Tom Brady set for being a quarterback. Yeah, but then you could say that about Pete Rose. Nobody's came anywhere close yeah, to his Pete RBI Rose. record. Nowhere close. Yeah. but I mean, yeah, I'm just looking at that uh, that 
Shinani guy. I looked at his stats. Oh, Otani's? Just, oh, oh, my goodness, just, dude. Yeah, Otani is insane, and, dude. But they call him the Asian Babe this Ruth, is... and it's a very good like comparison because they yeah. would put Babe Ruth in to play all the positions so he could play every game and be in the hitting lineup except for catcher. That's the only position <laughs> he never played was catcher in his whole in, in his entire career. And they did that and just probably, so he was in the batting lineup. And he'd probably come off eating steaks and smoking cigars. Smoking cigars. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the dude just lived a horrible lifestyle. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, again, like in baseball, it's like Tony Gwynn's a totally different hitter. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest Who with you. I don't know guys. I, I think the guy that I would – I think the most impressive hitter I've ever seen – Barry Bonds, man. I don't care what anybody Barry says. It was like steroids, yeah. steroids. That dude, you, you can put steroids Barry in somebody, Bonds you hit. still – Steroids isn't yeah. going to make you a better at anything. It's going to get yeah. you steroids in a better Steroids let him hit farther. Better. It didn't make him a better hitter. I wouldn't say they let yeah. him hit farther. They just let him recover quicker so that he could build his muscles up. Yeah. That's all it did. It didn't make his batting better. It made his body better. That was it. Yeah. If anything, I, it slowed him down to get bigger. Well, he I, was definitely say the most impressive. Did you go back and look at his stats? Dude, those couple three years were just like, mm-hmm. I mean, I saw him hit a couple times where just like he could just turn on the ball. He really crafted, and but he was kind of, he wasn't a good guy. And, you know, as in people, he just wasn't a, a rah-rah guy. So. Character-wise, yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a guy you just wanted to cheer for because he just kind of, I don't know. Maybe it's just melancholy a little bit for himself. But anyway, that would be it. Right. Um, golf wise, I mean, I don't care. Anybody says Tiger Woods is the greatest of all time. I don't like to say I've that. I've never really, been but... more excited than to watch him in his last. Was it the Masters that when he came over the? It yeah. was just six, seven years ago when he came over that hill and the entire crowd was following him and no other golfer. Yeah. It was almost like watching uh, Michael Jordan. And did you ever watch his uh, The Last Dance? The '97 oh, yeah. Bulls, mm-hmm. like that's what Tiger Woods's moment was in that in that match was yeah. he was the '97 Bulls and everybody was following him. Well, I've been like he thoroughly. Good. I was just gonna say I've been thoroughly enjoying watching Tiger and Charlie together. Yeah, I think that is the greatest thing ever to watch him and his boy play together and seeing how much his boys like him, but is already like competing against him. And like trying to become better than his dad, I love that. I'm so excited. I I can't wait to see what Charlie's able to be capable of. Yeah, if Tiger was a guy coming out right now, he'd be winning in driving distance. He'd be winning in iron accuracy. Like, I don't think people realize how good of an iron player he was. I mean, I'm watching the Open this morning, and he won the British Open one time by just hitting irons all day. That's all he did. What? I mean, yeah, hard it is to hit a two iron, like a three iron. That's all he hit. He didn't hit driver. He didn't hit three wood that much. He just hit irons. Um, he was a phenomenal. Nice. Like, I mean, he's, I mean, technology has changed golf. So, and he was kind of before all that when he, you know, uh, probably the last 15 years. So, yeah, I don't know, man. So those are the, the tops. Top cricket player, I have no idea. <laughs> I got nothing either. I don't think we can give good commentary on cricket. No. Yeah.
highlight a match, yeah? We do. Yeah, and I love this, man. This is always exciting. Here we go. So, uh, the match that we get to highlight, this is coming up for their soon show. Do you have any of those details? I didn't know if you were throwing yeah, anything up. I was trying to play this, You're but it's not wanting to play, so it's not doing it. No. So. Here we go. We'll share the screen here. All right. Share away. Did it share? No. It, it did, did not. not. Share screen. Presentation. Oh, wrong one. There we go. That, just that's Mike, that great it? picture of Mike. <laughs> uh oh, my bad. I'm coming for this. That's so oh, like good. That. No, no, it was the no, it was, it was the picture. it was the picture of you. <laughs> they he brought oh, it yeah. back up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so good. So here you go. All right. All right. So we have got Ooh. oh crap. Yeah, summer showdown coming up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was supposed to be this one, but it's all right. It's supposed Hold to on. be. There you go. He's got it. What? It stopped showing? It's green. Maybe. It's loading. There you go. Loading. Here we go. I see a screen. There we go. Summer Showdown, August 12th, 2023. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we get to promote our first match out of it. So, the really cool element is uh, BJ sends us a... Uh, a match that we specifically get to highlight. So the breaking news for HCW that we are shouting out is the match that we are announcing is Logan Knight versus Ooh. Chance Kerrigan. Logan Knight versus Chance Kerrigan. So the Logan Knight goes by Spotlight. Uh, he's out of Oklahoma. He holds multiple titles down there. Uh, and he's got kind of a hard-hitting style. He's a fighter. He's a fist guy. He's uh, he's definitely going to, you know, throw some punches and 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 work the ring. Work uh, work his opponent through the ring. He's he he manhandles guys. That's kind of how he works. So uh, that's definitely going to clash against Chance Kerrigan's style because he's very much so kind of a high risk attitude, show off personality, uh, makes every match kind of interesting. Uh, type so he's very flamboyant very exciting very fun to watch uh so this is going to be one of those matches where you see you know kind of a, a powerhouse go up against a showman and it's really going to be you know anybody's match it's kind of exciting um i'm going for I, logan i'm going chance kerrigan on this one i think he's well, got he's just enough show off personality he's going to win this one logan's logan's a tough dude he's he's a fighter but Nah, I, I got Chance Kerrigan for this one. So, there you go, y'all. Logan Knight, the spotlight versus Chance Kerrigan. That's the match at Summer Showdown, August 12th, 2023. That is at the Leavenworth Local in Leavenworth, Kansas. That show is going to be fantastic. Make sure you catch it. Uh, Bobby, what and are the details want, uh, to well, date? If you want to in, go uh, like more of the other like shows that they've released, um, the big one is the... The Wichita list that they have going. I follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all that stuff. They have all that stuff. Facebook is their Facebook is one of the largest growing Facebooks that I follow. Um, they've went from zero to almost I think it's almost two thousand now in just under six months. Whenever they release What's the going? information, so that's pretty impressive. So the following is one hundred percent. 
I guess, dedication from the fans and also the stuff that uh, Billy, the owner over at HCW, has built himself. Like, everybody respects uh, everything about him, so that says a lot about the organization just right up front. So I look forward to seeing uh, BJ take uh, his dream as a child and make it something that he can do full-time. And, I mean, I'm very proud of Billy just being able to see him grow up and do something that he dreamed he, he's always dreamed of doing this so love you billy this was awesome to just watch everything i guess get built right right before our eyes it's pretty impressive mm-hmm, dude keep it up keep grinding there you go that's our second uh that's our second sponsor hcw so those are two, two big ones. sponsors that's impressive i'm waiting to get nutella on there i mean nutella has <laughs> got to like see something we do need to find, we, you know, we've got beef jerky and we've got wrestling. We need, we need more snack sponsors for sure. Like Chex Mix. I'm or still Gar- holding out for, for Little Debbie or one of those. Like, I think Nutella's tagline could be, I love diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff's awesome, man. It's the best. I like hazelnut and diabetes. It's, it's the bomb. But no, like one of the last things that I actually wanted to bring up since we sort of talked about movies that we grew up with you and like, I mean, you literally, uh, I guess, kind of gave us a foundation to go off of like Tombstone. If I, if you wouldn't have said it, I probably wouldn't have watched it. If you wouldn't have mm-hmm. said uh, The Saint was a good spy movie, I probably wouldn't because I've, ne- I've never been a James Bond fan myself at all. Mm-hmm. But The Saint, I could watch that. I'm not. It's kind of like Forrest Gump, in my opinion, is the greatest movie just because I'm not going to shut it off if I see it on TV or if it's on, it's going to stay on the saints up there, mm-hmm. like with the spy type movies. But then you have, uh, you, you introduced me to the movie, the natural, like that was, Oh a, yeah. I would say it's the best baseball movie of all time. Right. Just shy of what was not, I, I really, Bull Durham was okay, but I don't think it was the greatest baseball movie by any means. I enjoyed, uh, what was the other one he was in? Not Kevin Cost. Uh, Field, of, Field, Field of, Dreams. of Dreams. Field of Dreams. That's yeah. number two, in my opinion. But you've just introduced us to so many mm-hmm. genres of uh, movies that when I watch them, it's like, oh, I mean, you always trust thought... my mind when I'm watching movies. So speaking speaking of movies, I just thought of a really funny movie memory that I have with you, Mike, of what oh. I deem to be the greatest movie of all time at one time and i i know what it is i know what it is remember i know what it is 100%. so dumbfounded because you believed this movie to be the worst thing you had ever seen and in hindsight i agree it's pretty bad Can but I at guess the time it? you would yeah you would ask us what was the best movie and my response go ahead bobby uh, what do you think? Uh, then it's not what I thought it was. I, oh. I just remember him really loving, like, the movie Galaxy Quest. He quoted that movie all the time, it. and he it was <laughs> it was very it was was that the movie, Josh? No, no, it was not. No, so this okay. was a movie that he asked me what I what I thought was good, and this is what I responded with, and he thought that was the funniest thing in the world. And I'm gonna say it now. Are you ready? Street Fighter. <laughs> the one with John oh was Van Damme Claude Van Damme oh, yeah. he was in that's so bad. I didn't Dude, know he was in that no, one of the early was... early days talking movies with Mike 
He's wow. and I told him I was like a Street Fighter man. It's so good, Jean Claude Van Damme, and he raked me over the coals for how cheesy that movie is. Like the new like, Barbie movie, it's like get, it's give it a rest. so bad. I would never watch that ever. Yeah, yeah. I just remember you like Galaxy Quest, like. Almost, I think it you were their me. number one fan. You were their if number you one fan. What it and was. watch Galaxy Quest. It's actually really, really well done. Like it's it really, is. oh, it's it hilarious. Is. Tim Allen. It's Tim Allen made that. I guess. I guess his. I don't even think it's his Tim style Allen. of. I think it's com- no, it's Monk. his style of comedy that made it. Uh, I guess. Well, appealing. they made fun of Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and Star Wars, didn't they? Yeah, a little bit, but more Star Trek because. You know, it was just a really funny parody on like actors. I think, and... I think I owe Mike. I think I owe you my love of the Prestige. I think you were the one to introduce me to that. Mm. No, I might have. Is that no? Yeah, I was going to say that the Robert De Niro movie. No, the Prestige is uh, Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. That's the different uh, magicians. No, it wasn't me then. No, that wasn't you. Okay. Hmm. I never I even heard so of it. Did I ever, did I ever talk up. about probably Sharon and I's favorite movie? Like just looking back, we loved Signs. Um, oh I yeah, liked it. Jim. That was uh, a good movie. Uh, what was his name? Uh, M Night Shyamalan. That's what it was. M Night Shyamalan yeah. and Mel Gibson. Mel. Yep. It was Mel just Gibson. really good for the. Uh, it wasn't like the greatest movie. I know that, but I just had a good twist to it. Yeah, and it was it was really about a man of faith who lost his faith, lost his wife, um, just didn't know how to handle it, and this whole family was in turmoil. And then they threw aliens in there, and I'm like, how in the world? But <laughs> I don't know, man. To it's kind like of Bigfoot a, in your there. Favorite. Yeah, I know. I don't know how uh, what would be my greatest movie. It would be hard. It's, it's difficult. Like, what are you watching I now? Mean, like, what's something that you were really into that, like, maybe you and yeah, Cheryl watch on Netflix or... Okay, this is going to sound really cheesy, I, but I'll, I'll start right now. So, like, uh, when I was sick last week, I started one, watching Succession off HBO. Um, oh, it's a I've new, heard really good things. Yeah, so I'm on season two. It's really good. Um, let's watch. I really haven't watched a lot of TV lately. Um, I've kind of been in a movie kick, so I've been trying to get build my movie cues up because I'd get tired of watching a show. It's just not, there's a lot of shows and they're all like, oh, they're great. Um, but mm. they end up not being that great. So like movies are two hours like long. Many movies now. Yeah. And I, I would just rather, Hey, I want two hours. I'm going to watch a movie. Um, yep. and so exactly. I tried to watch an avatar. I thought it was okay. It was oh. not bad. It was just like, eh. yeah, it was like, everybody's trying to hype it up. So what am I into? Hmm. But, that's probably where I'm at with Succession. Um, I do you do uh, Christopher done... Nolan movies at all? Yeah, and I want to watch Oppenheimer. I do want okay. to watch that. I was going to ask about but... that. Oppenheimer's one I so, want to see too. So I have I have another kid, and you need to look him up, Josh. His name's Kyle Barnett. He was you in Virginia. Yeah. I've never told you that. Okay. And uh, he's an outgoing. He's a youth pastor now in Kentucky. He went to Kentucky Christian. And I remember I took him to see Interstellar, and I remember walking out going, oh, what the what heck just happened? What a great movie. The greatest I mean, I science watch fiction movie of all time. Yeah. I think I, I watched watch it, it over probably, and over again. Watch it. Yeah, it's, I probably watched that a dozen times just to try to figure out everything, because I was just like kind of lost the first couple I, times. 
Christopher Nolan's probably my favorite director. Like almost he's everything he's done now, I'm a fanatic of. Tenant is still did really he, high on that list for me. Yeah, did, did he did all the Batman movies right with Christian Bale? Yeah, the, did he do yeah, all the yeah. Dark Knight ones? Yeah, the Dark I Knight just ones. watched the, all those the, when I caught COVID. Yeah, did he did he do the DiCaprio movie about Inception? Yes, he did Inception. That's his. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he way, also did way Shutter way Island back, too, didn't he? No, he did not do mm. Shutter Island. But Shutter Island is a really good one. No, uh, way way back, he's got one called Memento that really plays with yeah. storytelling and how the order of format goes. And I really love the way that one goes because it tells the story basically from both ends. And it kind of they overlap and meet in the middle. Yeah, I have to go look at my queue and see what I'm into. But I just haven't watched a ton of movies. I really have liked all the John Wick series, and I don't know why. I'm not even. Um, I remember I watch, living in Virginia. I could watch every John Wick. Oh my gosh, they do some really remember, impressive things visually. Yeah, in John Wick. So like, I I remember. So I get Fridays off in Virginia, and my kids would go to school. Chair wasn't well, so I just go watch a movie at this place called The Bowtie. And I was like, I'm going to watch this movie, John Wick. And I remember just walking out, going, "That's one of the best movies I've ever seen." I want to go buy a gun. In the theater. <laughs> right? Almost yeah. as good as Batman, the Batman yeah. movie with uh, Heath Ledger. Yeah. yeah. So Interstellar um, was like been... that for me when I saw it in IMAX. Yeah, that was like, I was yeah. like, oh my gosh! But John Wick. Nothing beats John Wick in today's movie realm, in my opinion, yeah. for what they've done with. And wh- I highly suggest you listen to this uh, at some point. Like, it's not, I know it's probably not your forte, but like, uh, Joe Rogan has an episode with the director of John Wick and just mm-hmm. the stories that they tell about how they came up with, like, really just how the guy got involved with making John Wick because that was his very first movie he directed. Because hmm, I didn't know that. Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves knew that he was a big fan of old action movies, but he was also Keanu Reeves' stunt double in all the Matrix movies. And I've never seen a Matrix movie, so I couldn't tell you anything yeah. about it. Killing me, Bobby's they're great. So they're good. great movies too, though. I- I'll tell you, there's one franchise, and Josh gonna kill me, but like I really get frustrated with the Marvel stuff. Like I love some of the movies, and I love some I of the characters. <sighs> I would get frustrated with you, but since Infinity War, I'm in agreement. It's yeah, not it's, the same since Infinity War. Yeah, like I like some of the individual stuff, and I loved the 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 whole movies together. Yeah, but like yeah. they've just the kind of like to I have, Infinity War was really really impressive. Coming out yeah. of Infinity War, they didn't have a good plan, and it's fallen yeah. apart. It's absolutely fallen yeah. apart. I think because me, I have all these. I remember it, they do it. See, so I'm like, are you a Marvels or DC? I'm like, I like both. I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. I mean, Marvels. I think is they're by fun. Far the most relevant. Yeah, I think they're fun, but I think I think I think everybody's getting worn out on them. I think that it'll dwindle yeah. a lot. I got they're worn have out to after Ant Man one. <laughs> yeah, it was. It so, was. I have this premise about move like music, same thing. If you like a song when it first comes out, like the first time you hear it, you're probably not gonna always like it after the you know, the hundredth time. And yeah. I feel like moves music that you don't really like and then you really get it, like you have to build to it and you um, build I feel an like appreciation of. 
Yeah, I think some movies are that way, and I think there's some movies like John Wick. I watched it. I loved it right off the bat. And I mean, I just remember watching. I didn't know what I was getting into. And um, see, like Lord of the Rings is like that for me. Like I loved yeah. it when I first watched it, but every watch through, it gets even richer for me every yeah. single time. Yeah, you have more time. I remember time to watch that more than once. Bobby, I watched the Lord of the Rings extended edition probably at least once every two months. Yeah. It's, it's so how I, remember, I do most of my sermon writing is I throw that series on and then I'll write my sermon. Because that's 12 hours, remember, dude. That's 12 hours of just running dialogue and movie while while I yeah. write and gather my thoughts. It's so good. What were you, you remember the Weast? The Weast? Remember the Weast that were at God, Crossroads. Yes. Debbie and so, Debbie. Yep. Yep. Yeah, their daughter was. Debbie's high on my list. She's church mom. I talk about her all the time. Yeah, so like her daughter was at Manhattan and I can't remember her name. So Chris Sanisari uh, and I went up Jessica. Jessica. Jessica, yeah. yeah Jessica. So there was somebody else up there and we Chris and I went up there to do something and we thought we'd take them to dinner, some other students just to do, you know, you got students at Bible College, you want to encourage them. And then they're like, you want to go see a movie? And like, yeah, we'll go see a movie. And they picked it. I didn't know what I was going to see. And oh, the Lord, ring. don't tell me it was. What? Oh, the wow. ring? That's I said, I just would. Because the church paid for it. You know, like we were like, hey, whatever you do to encourage. And I remember we paid for it. And it was PG-13. And we we're like, it's not that raunchy or bad or too evil. <laughs> Man, I have never. I, this is what I was like the whole night. Like, <laughs> and I don't even. I was not expecting it to be anything like that. So that's what John it was, was pretty was. It was creepy. Like, yeah, it was. Like Insidious Wick, is right there next to that. Okay, really? The, I haven't Insidious, seen Insidious doesn't do I that to, to me, it, but the other one creeps the heck out of yeah. me. The um, yeah, the Conjuring. That is the most skin screeching. Like, man. Oh, go ahead and burp. Yeah. Burps are loud. All right, I just drank some soda. But I was, yeah, I okay. just think movies are are awesome, man. Um, and I, mm-hmm. I'm going to say cheesy wise, uh, the chosen is beautiful. Um, mm, yes, I don't like is. Christian. If you ever knew me, I made Chuck so mad all the time because I hated the Christian bubble. Still don't like it. Um, I grew up in it, um, and I'm not against people that are Christian or things that are Christian. I just have a hard time using that word as a Christian this, Christian that, because I feel like Christian is not an adjective; it's a noun or it's a yep. person. You know, it's somebody. Who, anyway, so you, I can go on a rant. I like the chosen is really good. Um, it is, is a perfect no, but it, Bobby, if you ever want to watch something that is faith based or on Christ, the chosen would be a great start. It's free. Um, who's ever doing it, which is name's Dallas. I don't know who else, but it's really good. It's a little I'm, slow I'm on first. episode eight of season one, and I love it. It's so good. Yeah. It starts a little slow. The first couple episodes is a little boring, setting the stage, but. It's basically about the the story of Jesus, and um, they really get into the disciples real well. But they put it into um, a narrative, and they tie some some thoughts together that aren't necessarily tied together in scripture, but that makes it kind of a little bit more compelling of a story. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just kind of brings the personalities of each character to life in the yeah. ways that you see them in scripture. It's really cool. Like I look at yeah. Simon, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I see. That's what Peter seems like as a person. In and the character of Matthew is so, like, I've never thought about him being autistic. I never considered Matthew's autistic, but how, like, but accurate does that seem? And yeah. the way it's delivered is really, really impressive. 
I don't think you have to be a, a strong Christian or maybe someone who goes to church to really appreciate it because it's really good acting and film. That yeah. it's it's good. So that's probably what we had watched a little bit together. Karen and I just have totally different interests, so we don't watch a ton together. Shara loves British TV. Yeah, so, yeah, go Shara. Whoa. Ask her. Hey, has she watched uh, Sherlock Holmes yet? I recommended it to her. Which Sherlock Holmes? There's like a four thousand the, of them. The the Bandadatch Bumberden guy. She has not. No. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Tell her to watch that one. Just a spoiler alert. Gonna there's going to be. Hey, there's a okay. spoiler alert for that. There's going to be tea, and there's going to be uh, biscuits somewhere. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Well, like I remember so growing up, like in the in the church, and you have always said, like you know, how you talk about the whole the Christ the Christian circle or whatever. Like you, I remember you always yeah. said the most Christian movie that was written that wasn't really necessarily Christian was or no the it was the most Christian character in a movie was uh oh Macaulay Culkin in the movie Saved. You remember that with yeah. uh oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that, like, that's really how what got you down that rabbit hole where going on a rant with me one time. You had said he's the most yeah. Christian person that has nothing to do, like, he doesn't, he didn't believe in God in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good, that was a good movie. They made fun of the Christian bubble. And, yeah. you know, somebody was gay. And so they just kind of like said, we're going to send you to a, a counselor to get you and make you ungay. And then somebody was pregnant and they're like, well, you're weird. And you're, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong, those aren't like easy answered things but the way sometimes church handled things was like that and then he was yep. very much always present you know with those people and didn't pretend i guess that's what i would say christianity is authentic and that was not authentic you know hmm. you want to be an authentic person well mike did you ever watch ted lasso yeah i love it oh yeah Love well, we tried to recast it one serious. episode mm-hmm is in a woman realm. Like we tried to recast it and put a female in Ted Lasso's position and then also in Beard's position and so forth. And uh, me, Josh and Jordan all came up with Ted Lasso's character who would be the woman. Who do you think it was? Unless you've seen it. Female replacement for Ted Lasso. Not even replacement. Just who would be, who would play a good, a good version of, yeah, a good spinoff of Ted Lasso with the same idea in mind. Oh, no. I never thought about that. Melissa McCarthy. We think it's our suggestion was Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, maybe. Oh, you're saying actors, actresses. Okay. Yeah, yeah, actresses. actresses. Um, because I like they, they kind of hinted like a at a female time. like version Kate, coming out. I would say Kate McKenna, but that's yes, because I don't want to see I her. I love that. Kate McKenna's <laughs> a great like, pick for. I it. don't know if she would do well in that because she's very quirky. Where uh, um, what's his name? The, uh, Sadukas, SNL chick, now. right? Yeah. yeah, the funniest. Her delivery opinion. is good, though, man. Kate McKinnon's delivery is really good. I think she'd do great. Yeah. But Beard's character, I think we all, me and Josh agreed on, jo- Jordan couldn't come up with it, but our Beard character was uh, the chick that played Fat Amy in the Pitch Perfect movies. Rebel uh, Wilson? I've never seen those. Rebel Wilson. I've never seen no. those. She's, oh, never seen she's those. funny, oh. dude. She's, her she's very Beard answer is really, really good. So okay. I think she'd nail that role. Well, I've watched every episode until season three. I haven't finished it, but I'm it's okay. on my list. So You're I did it, watch man. something it's so good. I'm gonna tell you one show I did like uh, that I rekindled. So we didn't have Apple Plus this summer until 
Uh, well, actually, Clark wanted to watch Ted, the third season of Ted Lasso, and he was doing it, and he's, he was already into it, so I didn't want to watch it with him because he was already like three episodes in. But I started watching Silo on Apple. Oh, that was probably Silo. my favorite show this summer. Heather and my I have been watching show. it. It's so good. Yeah. That's the one show it? this summer that I couldn't stop. Yes, that's the one I couldn't stop. It's very sci-fi. It has this Fallout 4 feel um, like a game. Very much but it so. also it's just like I can't figure it out. Like I just love it. I can't. I couldn't stop watching it. Well, um, there was the, there's the dystopia but, element to it, but there's almost still the the kind of the mystery of it. Like you want to know the yeah. history. You want to know why they are the way that they are. You want to know more about the past. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Common is so underrated as an actor. I love him as yeah. an actor. Yeah. So that's one. All right. I, I've tried to watch a lot on Netflix, but I just end up stopping because they're just not. I just don't have a lot of time, and I don't mean it like, you know, I'm better. I just sometimes I'd rather go play golf. Or... If you like a good occasional just action one, there was one mm-hmm. on there called The Night Agent that was pretty good. It was good. just kind of straight show. action. I thought Solid it was really show. well done. Is it on Apple? Yeah, no, it's uh, on no Netflix. that's Netflix. Oh. That one's Netflix. Oh, that's a really yeah, good show. Clark saw that. Yeah, really good show. Yeah, I've, I really like, uh, you can tell I like sci-fi um, mm-hmm. stuff. Again, mysteries. That's a Bigfoot thing, I guess. Well, this is but more like I'll conspiracy watch. rather than sci-fi. Like, The Night Agent is yeah. very conspiracy-esque. Mm-hmm. Yes, conspiracy like, theory, yeah. Well, I'm but gonna still kind of action, high action. Yeah, it was pretty I'm well definitely done. definitely put that on there. But, like, um, but like sci-fi, before Interstellar, my number one sci-fi movie was Contact with Matthew McConaughey. It was just such a very well. It was just a very well written movie. (laughs) Well, Contact. I went to I went to theaters and saw it when I was a kid. I remember. Okay, I went with my stepdad. And I hate to be that that guy. I hate to be that guy, but I've got to wrap up because I've got a son who is waiting for me to pick him up from Uh work. So all right, but hey, don't close your uh, computer, Josh. But we'll say goodbye here. But Mike, I appreciate you coming on, and I'll have to get you on the recess ruckus one time to where we can sit down one to one and kind of catch up one day, and that would be kind of bring back those memories that you said that you uh, sort of lost in that time that you had. But uh, I really appreciate coming on, and we'll have to do it again. Hey, I just want to say one thing. I'll leave. Um, Thank you for being good to my kids. Uh, They have good memories of y'all. Um, they would have loved to have been on her with me, but I said no, cause I wouldn't be able to focus. Um, thank <laughs> you for being involved in the church. Um, you know, even though, uh, it probably wasn't easy or, you know, you made my job a lot easier and just being good friends to each other. Uh, I always yeah. thought of you guys as little brothers, not really, uh, kids, but like brothers. So maybe in the little side. Um, but now I look back at it. I just appreciated those, those memories I had with y'all cause well, you guys, appreciate you guys you were fun. Too. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. I got to get moving too. All right. Love you got, guys. I got to. All right, Mike. Before you go, just make nails. sure you keep this open so it downloads everything. But mm-hmm. uh, we usually end this off with a love you and say bye. Yep. But uh, I appreciate everything you've uh, done for us as uh, growing up, man. Really do. Yep. Absolutely. It's worth it. Worth every penny, man. We All love right. you, buddy. Love All you. Right. Hey. Adios. Bye. 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 Bye.